BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Whoa, sweet man cave. Thanks. Serious upgrade. How'd you pay for all this? I got a home equity line of credit from Figure. I was approved in five minutes and had funding in five days. Wow, that fast and easy? Yep, the application is 100% online, plus no out-of-pocket costs, just fast access to the cash you need. How do I get started? Go to figure.com and get that serious upgrade. Figure Lending LLC, DBA Figure, Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Please don't take this person out. Would you politely go to hell? Who is Jimmy Pardo? Guess again. Here he is. And I do the horns. You're the one yelling, Jimmy. Yeehaw! Let's have some maple syrup. Oh, man. See? I know what I'm doing and I know how to catch it. On tape, it's the fastest hour in podcasting. This is Never Not Funny. Now, here's your host, Jimmy Pardo. Hey, hello, everybody. Yes, welcome to the program, episode 2810 of the award-winning podcast, Never Not Funny. Beautiful sunny day here in a heat wave. We're experiencing a heat wave, which will go away tomorrow. Uh, but uh, crazy, we set some records yesterday, hottest day in those days of uh, April. Uh, beat the record by a couple of degrees. And uh, uh, today is a it, it, today is a very weird day in that it is hot with no wind, just kind of still, just kind of like a uh, what used to be in Chicago. You'd open up your door and it would feel like an oven, and that's kind of how it is today, mm-hmm. right? You open up the door and it's just like heat. Yeah, and, I, I, and on days like this, I like to turn to weatherman Fred Schneider to find out what the weather's like outside because he would say it's hot as an oven. <laughs> People like that man. <laughs> um, uh, not for me. Not my cup of tea. But uh, you can't listen, deny different you, music. you can't deny Love Shack, though. Um, I, I mean, maybe we just have different tastes. But I, I don't deny Love Shack. I, 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 but I don't like Rock Lobster. I don't like uh, Lobster. Yeah, that's weird. Uh, but you know what, Love Shack. Uh, you know what? I, 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 if I do another episode, uh, no, that's people will get mad at me for that one. But they, they'll think it doesn't belong. But. To me, it's one of those where I think it's, a, I don't like the song, but I also don't turn it off, if that mm-hmm, makes sense. Right. Like, it's one of those. Like, yeah. I think I think B-52s, unless you really love them, like, one of those every week is plenty. Because that, that it's very much, it's a lot of energy. Although yeah. I like Rome. Rome is a good song. I was going to say, I think they have a handful of good songs. I, I like Deadbeat Club. Is that what it's called? I don't know. Uh yeah, I didn't like them when they were big. Like I, I, when when Love Shack came out, I couldn't stand it. But it kind of wore me down because it's just it's just positive energy. It's all positive. Yeah. Energy. No question about that. I think um, I only know three of their songs. I don't think I can name a, th- a fourth song. Name the three that you know, Garen. Are they, have they already been mentioned? Yeah, Rock you Lobster, know, which I don't like. 
Love Shack in, in Rome, which yeah. Rome is probably my favorite one of theirs. I like told you my, uh, uh, my my misheard lyric for Rome, right? I've mentioned that uh, in the past, and if I, uh, it, it, by your looks on your face, I, if I did, you don't remember. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember. Uh, so uh, say what the say what the real lyric is, somebody the uh, the chorus. Rome, if you want to roam okay. around the world. Here's what Jimmy and I'm not kidding. This is what I thought it was. This is not Jimmy doing a bit. This is Jimmy. This is the same as "Stay Moist and Quiet," where I literally thought those were the words. I thought it was Rome Nipsey Russell. <laughs> oh, yeah. Why would it be that? I do why would that. it why would it ever be that? But if there's ever gonna be a band to That's write true. that lyric, it's the B fifty twos. Like yeah. why why anything? Why rock lobster? I mean you could, you right, could ask a, a lot point. of questions about them. That's a great that's a great point. I uh and and it but I but I thought it was that for way too long. Yeah. Way too long. <clears throat> that's great. I do I do think that there is a fourth song that you will all have at least heard of. Okay. Yeah, there's, I've looked it up. Well, I'm at three. There's the one, it's not them, but there's the REM song that has Kate Pearson on it. Um, uh, what Shiny is that? Happy People. Shiny Happy People, yeah. yeah. So I always, Boy, do I love that song. I think oh, of that boy, as... do I disagree with you, Garen. I may, that may be your cause for fire. <laughs> I know it's hated. I, I don't know why, but just it hit me at the right time that it has always been a song that I love when I, come, when I hear it. By the way, is it... Kate Pearson is the character on This Is Us. That's not the name of that woman, is it? <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I just I, went along with I don't it because I don't know why. I, names but, other than Fred Schneider. Do they have the same name? Is that possible? Is her name Kate Pearson? Yeah, it's Kate Pearson. You got it. That's crazy. That's also the yeah. character on This Is Us. It's spelled yeah. differently, but okay. That might be on purpose. Uh, give a us singer. a hint on that fourth song, Elliot. All right. I, I don't know a way to make this fun, so I'll start with... Uh, it, that it has not stopped a, you in the past. <laughs> it shares a word with a, with, with a top Tina Turner song. There's a word in the, the title of this song that is also in the title of a top Tina Turner song. Best. Best? No. Private? Better. Pr- private no. Dancer? Dan- uh, private Dancer is the Tina Turner song yes it is. that has a word that dancer, shares. Dancer, Dancer, Wait, private? they don't do My Own Private Idaho, do they? Oh, My Own that is Private Idaho. Idaho. Oh, yeah, yes. I don't know that okay. one. Yeah, All right, yeah. there we go. There's four. So there's, now there's an elusive fifth. That's from is there. Is there a fifth? Well, I, oh, I, oh, that was the song? Oh, that was private. the song, yeah. Private. Okay, got it. Um, that, You're right. That wasn't fun. You were <laughs> super right, Elliot. I had fun with it. I tried to make it fun. I, I That's from their weirdo early phase, which, yeah, it's not this. It's They were just weirdos, you know, making weirdo music, which some of it, I actually kind of like my own private Idaho, but I Rock Lobster doesn't. It's it's just I don't know maybe the riffs are right. no maybe I like it maybe I like it I don't know it's just just admit you like the B fifty two I do I like them I don't just know admit why it. have I resisted them for so long look as 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 the uh, the viewers of Jimmy's records and tapes know uh, uh, I I've now admitted I'm a Bruce Springsteen fan I don't know why I was like yeah. nope I'm not I'm not and then but somehow when every list comes up and he's part of it you you gotta go well maybe I'm a fan of this guy yeah but you know what are you gonna do that's life. I want to play this. Uh, I want to play the dead. I feel like you guys will know this song when you hear it. Um, well, J- Jimmy, you will because they definitely. There was an episode of Hit Parade about the B-52s, or maybe just about. Uh, oh, could we? By the way, could we could, very quickly? Yeah. Here's what happened over the weekend. I uh, listened to an episode of Hit Parade. It was the one where he's doing trivia with the people. Did, did you hear that one yet, <laughs> I Matt? Did, I did. Yes. The the uh, the the uh, uh, if you want to hear how a game show is not fun on <laughs> a podcast, that's the way to do it. Uh, oh, so I should I should study that then. There were no yeah you, well you'd be an expert. Um, there were no stakes. There was nothing involved. Uh, Infuriating, was, right? 
It was just like, well, you either get it right or you get it wrong, and then we just move on. I'm like, why not work towards a finals where the How people who win How about the people advance. with the best scores get to move on to a next round and do more? How uh, about that? As opposed to, here's two questions in a category, and then it's over. Yeah. Uh, but here's what happened, Matt. He mentioned uh, to one of the uh, listeners, the um, uh, oh, I recognize your voice. We've interacted on the Hit Parade Facebook page. Mm-hmm. And so that made Jimmy then go to the Hit Parade Facebook page and I did something I never wanted to do. I saw a photograph of Chris Malamphy. Oh, no. And now he's a human being. And I <laughs> you feel uh, terrible. Now, now now he's a human being. That's that's it. End yeah. of it. I can't yeah. shit on him anymore. Right. I can't. I, although I just did about the premise of the trivia. <laughs> but it was like, first of all, he doesn't look anything like I like. I'm mad about that, too. I'm mad that he doesn't look anything like yeah. I imagined him in my head. Right. And I all of it broke bad. Then it's like. Uh, it's like there was that guy in, our, in my one fantasy baseball league who everybody hated. Everybody hated this guy. His name was Adam. And everybody, everybody hated him. And then he called me up to do a trade once. And I was like, what? He goes, hey, man, it's Adam. Blah, blah, blah. And which, you know, in this day and age, nobody calls anybody to make baseball <laughs> trades. It's all via text or email. Mm-hmm. And he called me up. He's like, hey, I thought it'd be easier if we just talked. And then we talked. And I was like, motherfucker, this guy's a human being now. <laughs> it's easy to hate somebody that you've never met and <laughs> yeah. who's in, on the Internet. Like, yeah. and, uh, oh, boy. Uh, and it's the same with Melanfrey. I saw him as I saw his fucking face. And I went, God damn it. Yeah. Well, so, he, he is like probably between your age and my age. He's like our general generation. And I, I, I predict that if you listen to the Taylor Swift episode that he just put up, You'll be able to get back to hating him once he uses. <laughs> as soon as he uses the the term Roman Aklef three times, you'll be like, "Yeah, oh, I hate you again." <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, boy, oh boy. Well, you know what? I'll probably listen to it just to feel better. But uh, <laughs> uh, I'm glad you had the same experience with that. Uh, that it's, trivia it's, one so, too. It's, it's not. Like, it's not that hard to just go. Okay, the t- the people who. I mean, what, did they each get one question though? It was kind of weird that way too. They each got two questions. Or two questions, yeah. And so you either got both right, both wrong, or or you split the diff. And, yeah. Just, and it would, and, and yeah. all of them ended. Okay, well, great, good, good playing with you. Yeah, yeah, it was weird. Um, and so, but because I thought the first like. When the first person got two correct, I thought, okay, well, that guy, that person goes on to the next round with the other people that get two. Mm-hmm, right. And then, nope. No, you'll never hear them again. Unless they, <laughs> never hear unless they come back at the end to ask a question in the Q&A part, which was weird, too. Oh, I didn't get that far. Yeah. Yes, I, uh, yet. Yet. Uh, well, spoiler alert, there's a Q&A. <laughs> uh, well, be, I, well I, I figured that because... Uh, the uh, the trivia was a, was done in 28 minutes or something. <laughs> right. Like, well, I know this episode's an hour. Yeah, yeah. What happens next? And then uh, I saw from the uh, Facebook page, again, which ruined my life, <laughs> um, that there was that Q&A. Uh, yeah. I didn't get a chance to ask this during the Q&A. I'm like, oh, okay. All right, I'm going to play this Deadbeat Club. I don't know if you guys know it or not, but it was, on, right. it was on an episode of Hit Parade, like I said. Okay. Uh, let's see if this is going to be loud enough. What? Why does it keep saying that? Um, play it. Play it. Get a job. What for? I'm trying to think. Well, don't. They always, you know, they start with some weird thing like that. So just ignore <laughs> that part.
Here it comes. I just felt like something needed to... Here it comes. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, here it comes. Here it comes. Oh, I know this song, of course. <laughs> you don't belong in there. You don't belong in there. Bad Beat Club. Get out of there, carrot shows. Yeah, get out of there. I don't mind it though. In that in that instance, I don't mind it. It's uh, just the, the weird, unnecessary hype man in the middle of it. That's <laughs> the Deadbeat Club. I He's have like to be on this too. in the studio when they're recording. <laughs> yeah. He's like, Deadbeat Dad, Club. I'm like, get out of here. What are you doing? Get, get Dad comes downstairs. Hey, you guys recording a song? You're the Deadbeat Club. <laughs> Deadbeat Club. Uh, I will say this. Uh, I had not heard that song in a long time. I can't believe that wasn't a bigger hit. That actually. Uh, it's fantastic. It's a that great was song. good sounding. That yeah. was sounded good. Yeah, it's really good. Uh-huh. B-52s, guys. Uh, cut cut to uh, next week. I got posters on my wall. Guys, I'm all in on the B-52s. <laughs> I had no idea how much I enjoyed the b 50 Shows up on Zoom dressed as a lobster for some reason. Yep. <laughs> guys, it's time I admit B-52s are one of my favorite bands. Like it's, it, I, by the way, that's not going to happen. Uh, I, I, I uh, hey, before we move any further, I want to thank everybody that came out to the Flapper show on Friday and uh, uh, Friday night, it was uh, our smallest audience yet, but uh, but still a nice size and, and didn't matter. Uh, great group of people, great uh, uh, great energy, and uh, I can announce here, this is exciting, because uh, I had mentioned on there that that may have been the last one. I wasn't sure what Flappers was doing moving forward with uh, they're getting ready to, I think, open up their showroom at some point, if they were still going to continue doing these things. Um, and wasn't sure if there was the interest as the world opens up and are people still going to be around on Friday nights to want to do this. But the, the response in the Zoom seemed to be, please keep doing them. Um, and uh, then I, uh, I, reached, I did reach out to Flappers. So here to announce, uh, we'll be doing one in, in May, June and July. So the Ooh. next uh, three months, uh, there will be um, at least three more. So hmm. uh, uh, go to the Flappers website and get your tickets now uh, if you want, or wait until the day of and uh, get them as if it's a walk-up. I don't give a shit how you do it. Just uh, I wonder, uh, may, maybe they already did this and I just wasn't aware of it, but I wonder if Flappers will, uh, once they reopen, this is a, like, there's people all over the world who want to watch these shows. Like, they should just can, put a camera can, in their showroom. I could tell you 100% they are doing that, and it is the artist's choice whether they want to do that or not. Oh, okay. Nice. Um, Great. It's a good idea. And I believe, uh, I, don't, I don't know if it's the same artist's choice or not, uh, I believe the Comedy Attic is also doing uh, that. If oh, you nice. want to watch it via stream, mm-hmm. you could do that. And, I don't know what the quality is or anything, but uh, maybe it's a single camera just shot at the screen. I don't know. Yeah. And I, I would say that that there's also a slightly different experience. Like if you have people doing stand-up on stage, there's an audience there and you're getting to watch it, that's one experience. Obviously you're there in the audience, that's a different experience. But what you do and what some of the other comedians have been doing where it's people in the Zoom room and you can interact, it, I feel like that's, that's a different kind of crowd work. Oh, yeah, it, of course it is. It, it, feels uh, more, it feels more personal almost mm-hmm. in a way. Yes. Yeah. And so I hope that some of these places, uh, you know, s- sprinkle some of that in there, too, because they can have performers who maybe can't come out to Los Angeles but can do this. Like, there's all sorts of things that they could do. Yeah. Um, well, we'll see moving forward how that works. I know that, you know, some of these, you know, 
maybe the Nowhere Comedy Club was comics just you know, putting something together to make it work during the pandemic. But like that Rush Ticks, that's a that's a business. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we're, that's where we're doing that pop culture game show uh, with Nikki and Jimmy. And um, uh, who knows? You know, like they could they're, they're going to have to figure something out to stay relevant. Well, if people start going back out. Right. Uh, so, you know, we'll find out. Uh, I would like to talk to you guys. I don't know if we talked enough about it last week about the arc light. Uh, <laughs> I'd like to discuss that for a moment or two. Yeah, I don't know if the uh, the free feed didn't really get to hear that. So let's let's t- let's have the same conversation again, just so we they should get probably hear. bring them into uh, yeah, sure. that. The four, four guys that don't know anything about what's <laughs> happening in that business. Uh, we should talk about it at yeah. more at more length and in more detail. A regional business. A regional. Uh, yeah. Specific is, is specific, no. There's an arc light in Chicago. Is there? So, so there's, there's one. There's one in Bethesda. Too. That's Maryland. In Maryland. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. This thing's nationwide. We're okay. <laughs> okay. okay. It's fine. Very then. good. Everybody knows about ArcLight. Yeah. I did. They someone tweeted us an article about the uh, Cinerama Dome that they can only delay demolition a year. Yeah, I saw that. That was interesting. So, yikes! Clock's ticking. Yeah, I, I, I think know. again. I, I, I think somebody's going to swoop in and save that one and save uh, some of the other ones. And I think. Uh, from what I, oh, God damn it, I can't believe I'm doing this, but uh, <laughs> the ones in the mall are, are going to be fine too. The, the guy that owns those two properties said that that's, you know, 90% of our business. We, we have to have those movie theaters. So yeah. it, he will, he basically said, I will make it work. Yeah, we, ne- right. we need that. This is so, not necessarily related to Arclight, but I remember going to San Jose once and they also had a Cinerama Dome. It was like before Arclight existed, like, you know, when, whenever they created the Cinerama Dome in, in Hollywood, that was there were I don't know how many, but there's there, the exact same building exists in San Jose. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I saw Jackass 2 there. Um, you got to see that in the dome. <laughs> you got to do it right. You're going to the dome. I, look, they, I don't I just heard that Jackass 4, they made a Jackass 4 and it's coming out this fall. I know it's it's kind of I'm kind of embarrassed about it because I work in actual comedy. But I don't know that I've laughed harder than in a fucking jackass movie in my life. Like there's there's a few things like that that I'm like, this isn't right, but I can't deny it. Uh, Like that is one of those things that I will go to every single thing that they put out and and laugh like an idiot because it's just ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Uh, Speaking of looking at videos, uh, uh, somebody put this on Twitter. Have you guys seen the the, the little viral video that was going around of the dogs howling at billy joel have you seen it <laughs> no no it's uh somebody tweeted at me like hey jimmy is this what it's like when you hear river of dreams and <laughs> it's so it starts out it, it's piano man and so the dogs are just listen the dog's just listening cameras on the dog dogs listening and then you uh you know it goes into the harmonica in the beginning and he starts oh and we've all seen those videos where the dog howls but then the dog's and he starts growling as if he if he could if it was a human being talking he would be turn it off turn it off it is i watched it i watched it i I literally laughed out loud at it and then i was like danielle you have to see this and then oliver you have to see this so at all three times i laughed like crazy just Mm -hmm. visioning the dog going you gotta fucking stop it it's worth watching so yeah. uh suss that out if you want to but doesn't that make you like as a professional comedian doesn't that make you a little bit sad or i don't know what it is there's a weird feeling when it's like when a just a thing that somebody shot on their phone is funnier than anything i will ever do yeah uh, i hear exactly what you're saying um 
And uh, but if I felt that way, Matt, I would have put a gun in my mouth years ago. If it like I couldn't. I mean, I, I go. I don't know. I guess there's just a lot of different ways to make people laugh, and they're all well, listen. Valid. It's like I, I've been saying it's like ice cream. There's flavors. <laughs> you windbag. Um, hey, Matt. Let's uh, listen. I didn't follow up with you yesterday. You got your second shot Saturday. Yep. Uh, you seem like maybe you didn't. You're one of the lucky ones that didn't have any uh, side effects. I didn't. Wow. Yeah, I didn't have like major like oh, here it is, this is it, like, type things happen. But I was, I felt run down and a little bit like, um, like, I think what Elliot sort of described too, at least initially, was like that feeling of, like, as if you had worked out, like, really hard, mm. but you didn't, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, just like muscle soreness, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, and just, just kind of tired for, for, for a day and a half or whatever. Good um, for you. But yeah, uh, you know, I'm pretty much over it now. And, and Elise uh, is getting it today, right? No, Thursday. Oh, Thursday. Yeah. And, but she's getting the Moderna. Yeah. And I so, literally, I don't think we, she's, she's been checking in with every single person we know who got Moderna and she, we have not found one person yet that didn't have a terrible experience with the I'm sure show. that somebody will tweet at us and say, I had a great right, experience, right, no right. problem. So I'm sure there's somebody, St- statistically, but I'm with you, Matt, yeah. in that on my Facebook feed, my friends, like our friend, John Ritchie, friend of the show, John Ritchie, uh, He's like, I'd rather go through 24 hours of this fucking hell than being in a hospital. Like yeah. he's like, mm. he, he just describing it that it, it, he, it was awful. And and yeah. he, to me, everything I've read, he's the norm. Like that's everybody's right. saying that who yeah. had the Moderna. Yeah. Uh, but again, I'm sure. I just mean, like, oh, there's nothing. Just, I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> I drink bleach. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> like if you look at like I've read some articles about like the percentages and I think it was like you know, one in four Pfizer people get side effects. And it was like, it wasn't as high as I thought it would be. I think it was like 50 or 60% of Moderna, but literally I don't, I haven't seen one person right. in my life. And Elisa again has been looking harder than I have, but uh, cause she's a vested interest in what's going to happen to her. But it just seems like anecdotally, it's like a hundred percent. It's I crazy. hundred percent agree. Yeah. Uh, John Ross Bowie apparently at least told me just the other day that John Ross Bowie posted something. Oh, is that right? About getting yeah, getting hit hard over the weekend, and uh, yeah, my friend Ian had a, he got his second shot on Friday and just had yeah like thirty hours of feeling like he got run over. Oh um, man, it's crazy. Well, it's wor- it, I agree though; it's worth it. Like, you know, I, I don't think anyone would would like trade what the benefits of it for like just one day of feeling crappy it's like yeah. it's it's not great but it's better than the alternative look i got it because that's what everybody you know it seemed to be the hip thing to do i think it's a <laughs> hoax but if everybody's getting a shot i don't want to be left out of that that's i i had a bit of a chatty nurse my second one and um and uh not not unlike you jimmy she uh she took a shot at my tattoo she was like you might want to get that touched up that looks a little faded or maybe you've just been in the sun too long <laughs> wow and i was like uh, well i got it when i was 18 so what are you i'm not do? so sure i took a shot at it <laughs> as much as i was uh suggesting uh, why not add some color to that bring some life back into yeah it. and i don't disagree i just don't have the the interest or energy in doing anything about it <laughs> you know uh I, I as i watch ink master and I see these people that have tattoos all over their body. Maybe we've talked about it here. I don't know. I know I talked about this with Oliver. Um, and by that, I mean, he listened to a monologue and then probably couldn't <laughs> wait to walk out of the room. But um, uh, These people, some of them, again, they have tattoos all over. They'll get it. We did talk about this. It depends where you get it. They writhe in pain. And I don't really remember being in that pain. I remember oh. being uncomfortable but not the pain that like I see on there. Like these big biker dudes are, they're crying, you, you've got to take a break. 
And I, don't, I just remember just kind of sitting through it and wow. then it, hurting, hurting. Then you kind of almost like the runner's high. You, yes. hit, the, oh. you hit that. And yeah, then you yeah. just kind of. I remember feeling it. very warm. Like I remember like it was like a like the, the, the kind of feeling you get if you've ever like fainted. Like but right before you faint, you just feel mm-hmm. very flush or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like there's like a warmth in your face and head. I just remember that feeling. When did you faint? I'd like yeah, to know when you fainted. I'm wondering about that myself. <laughs> uh, maybe I haven't. I just maybe just maybe I just assumed that was the that's the lead up to fainting. <laughs> maybe I'm wrong. Like, well, it kind of is. You feel lightheaded and you feel like yeah. I guess yeah. lightheaded is that's, that's what I mean. Yeah, because I don't think I've ever 100 percent fainted. Now that I, it's a good point. I did two times. Uh, one time, uh, 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 my brother cut his lip. Uh, and, and I, and he's like, Oh geez, I think I got to go to the, uh, he knocked on, it was back when we all, I was, you know, younger. He knocked on my, uh, my parents, uh, my mom and stepdad's bedroom door and knocked on mine. He's like, I think I got to go to the ER. And I opened up the door and I saw his lips split open and I oh. just went, Oh, that giggled down. Wow. <laughs> um, and then uh, well, now you got two uh, people you need to take to the ER. <laughs> yeah. I did. Luckily I came too. And, uh, and then the second time was uh, uh, recently. Remember, I was before we were doing the podcast, and I was having some neck thing done, and I fainted, and I was there, and they had to give me snicker bars oh. and everything to. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Do it, and, uh, and that one I just remember them. Just James, 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 <laughs> James. No, yes. Yeah, and then you don't know what happens. You like you don't know that you're you don't know if you're out for a minute or seven hours. It's like it's one right. of those deals. Yeah, and then like when we were in Mexico with Smile Train during that surgery maybe that's what i'm thinking of because you 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 had to sit down i i did i I think i did also feel a little bit like like i started feeling warm uh and i was just like took i took deep breaths and you know got through it but uh that was you know we talked about it at the time probably but that seeing a baby get surgery on their mouth is is crazy it's just crazy you have to you have to detach your like brain from thinking about what's actually happening to, to deal with it. Cause it's so like just nuts to see. I agree. And then the idea, you know, that they, you know, they're under anesthesia as right, well. So, right. so they're they look just this totally tiny helpless. little lifeless body. Yeah. Yeah. It, all of it was just, I mean, I, thank God the doctors do it and it changes their lives. Great. Thanks yeah. For, for doing no, that and the doctors and all the frontline workers. Um, <laughs> Thoughts but, and prayers uh, through this you know, trying time. Let's not forget, though, that uh, we went down there for a few days. We're the heroes. We're the, uh, <laughs> exactly. We raised some money for these Thank folks. That's we why I made it, it happen. You made we it happen. happen. Yeah. We, we got down there. We were treated like medical royalty. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> they did. Well, now we'd like to hear from the doctors. No, no, no. No, we're comedians. We're comedians. Yes. This, the, the city of. Uh, wait, what was the name of the city? I'm so, suddenly blanking on it. Um, begins with an X. Does it? Doesn't it? Oaxaca? Oaxaca? Tuxla. Tuxla Gutierrez. That's right. Uh, yeah. Is there, that it, doesn't start with an S, X, does it? No, there's an X in there, though. There's an X in it. Uh, yeah, the, the mayor of that city thought we were doctors for sure, 100%. <laughs> I just remember passing it. I don't know we talked about it on the show at, right afterwards, but I remember passing a note to the, the real doctor next to me saying, uh, they, do they not know? Because I was the guy that had to speak on behalf of the three of us. Right. And they were like, I, I, I have the, I, I forget what I wrote. Like, I think they think I'm a doctor. <laughs> And he just looked at me and. <laughs> and the, I remember explaining once the mayor understood, he then yes. he did. A, 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 I've never seen a politician do it so well. Like a very he went smooth from, shift. Yeah. You know, well, you know what? The, you bring smiles to faces that is in self healing and medical. Like he right. tried to make it work. And yeah. 
uh, so that we didn't look stupid. He like he he just was given the bad. He was given bad information. Yep. Uh, but uh, times. Again, we're the heroes. We're there. We <laughs> You're welcome. There. You're welcome, children. Went down did there. Did you, when it was your turn to speak, did you just deliver the monologue from Malice, Alec Baldwin's famous monologue? I, I said, uh, do, I th- do I think I'm God? I am God. That's what I, <laughs> I know I'm paraphrasing that. It's pretty close, right? Pretty close. Sounds familiar. God damn it, he's good in that movie. You think great. I have a God <laughs> complex? That's, that's just, that's it. That just reminds me. I am me. God. <laughs> you guys just reminded me over the weekend, we very belatedly finally watched John Mulaney's um, sack lunch bunch, uh, which, mm. which came out like a year and a half ago. Yeah. But uh, the reason why is because uh, Charlie's uh, school, you know, every year they have this um, musical review. And so this year they did it like everybody shot their stuff at home. And then uh, the, th- thank God we live in a town with a lot of industry people in it. Cause like the, basically all the parents who know how to edit and do, all that stuff um, just assembled this thing that was really great. But one of the there's these twin girls and they did <laughs> grandma's got a boyfriend from from that Zach lunch punch. Do you guys remember that? Uh, I don't know if, if you guys watched the, the John Mulaney thing, but basically yeah. there's a whole musical number called grandma's got a boyfriend, which is super funny. And uh, and and these girls doing it was so funny because they're they have a little brother who's like three and the little brother was playing the grandpa. So they just had him with like all they did was put a little cabbie cap on him and like a white mustache. <laughs> and he's just like a little cutest little kid ever. Right. Just doing playing the grandpa. It was, it was so funny. But anyway, after watching it, we were like, God, we really have to watch that John Mulaney thing. And um and there's the, the thing that made Charlie laugh so hard was uh, they're like, can you spot the difference? And it was like the, the, the painting American Gothic, which is like the farmer and his wife standing there. And then a picture of Alec Baldwin and Howie Mandel sidelined at a Knicks game. <laughs> it's like those two things. And they're like, can you spot the difference? That's right. And they just point to the rake and then a water bottle. <laughs> like, there it is. <laughs> this made me laugh so hard. So we enjoyed Very it. Very funny. Very yeah, funny. Super uh, funny. And of course, we wish John Mulaney luck in uh, his recovery. We do. Um, uh, what uh, completely off topic? Uh, we went to see um, a classic at the uh, at the pop up drive in uh, over the weekend. We went to see The Big Sleep, the Bogart oh. Bacall movie. Nice. Wow. And uh, it was great. Mm-hmm. Great. Uh, had a nice time. Nice as always. Nice to get out of the house and do something. Um, but uh, yeah, that's it. I, and I, I say that now so I can write it off. Not, 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 <laughs> well, that, I have a question about that because, yeah, uh, you know, Oliver's what, 13 now, right? Yes, sir. He saw the movie with you, I assume. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, that's that's an older movie. I'm assuming he's seen other older movies. Is there anything in there? It was like, Dad, what is that? Like the thing that comes to mind is like a rotary phone or something like that. But no, I mean, there, there's by, by the way, there's a lot of rotary phone in this movie. There's a <laughs> lot of <them. laughs> There's a lot of people using the telephone in this thing. Sure. Uh, uh, and the writing is great, and Bogart's great. And if, I, if I'm not mistaken, Gary, look this up. I, it, Humphrey Bogart's what, 5'5", five, 5'6"? Five, five, he was not a tall man, yeah. He not was not, and man. they address it immediately in the, uh, like, he says a line about it. I know, you, yeah. I can't do an impression. I do. I, he says, I know, I'm, I know you're expecting somebody taller or something. Hmm. I, f- I forget what he says, but it's like, oh, they get that out of the way right away. <laughs> so that when Lauren McCall is taller than him, nobody's questioning why that's happening. Yeah. And Google says 5'8". Yeah. Uh, all right. What's Lauren McCall then? 5'9". There you go. Okay. Well, then maybe that's, uh, maybe 5'8's accurate. I thought he was shorter than that. I thought he was uh, closer to 5'6", but that- who knows? 
That's I mean, uh, the big sleep is uh, what's his name? The author. Uh, yes. Raymond, I had it in my head a second. Raymond ago. Chandler. Ch- Chandler. Raymond Chandler. Yeah. Yeah. So the the lead character in the Big Sleep is supposed to be a very tall man. Uh, it's uh, I, it's Philip Marlowe. Philip Marlowe. I think he's supposed to be like six two or something. Oh boy. Well, again, it, it, you know, Bogart plays tall. You think he's tall yeah, and yeah, thin. I agree. That's how he. Yeah. That's how you envision. Like whenever you see somebody dressed up as him for Halloween or whatever, it's you. It, even that person's tall and thin. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I mean, you, there's there's not a lot of instances because they can shoot it however they want to shoot it where you really are aware. It's the same with Tom Cruise. Like you never, if you didn't know Tom Cruise was five six, you would never know from the Ever. movies that he's five six. He's just Mm-mm. he's just a guy. Well, same with Stallone. If, if you know, yeah. if you didn't hear the stories about Stallone, you know, being five six, you would yeah. you would never know. He looks like a giant. Yeah, yeah. And, it's and weird that Bogart they also do- has that huge noggin. <laughs> right, right. Like, like, you know, five, you know, four and a half feet of it is that head of his. <laughs> now, is that little... is the big sleep? That is that the one where Bacall says the famous line, uh, you know how to whistle? Or is, was that Key Largo? I believe that's Key Largo. OK, yeah, I believe I it is. I think anyway. I've ever seen uh, the big sleep then. But uh, big sleep is uh, uh, it's good. Yeah. Very good. Did Oliver like it? He did like it. Uh, it was. I will admit. Here's what happened. Our uh, our radio was not getting a great signal. So the first five minutes was spent with uh, me saying to our neighbor, the car next to us, and hey, are you guys getting a good signal? Yeah. I'm like, oh shit. And so then I had to go find somebody. They ended up giving us a transistor radio, which then came yeah. in crystal clear. Hmm. But it was weird that my car was not getting a good signal. So we missed. You know, it was hard to hear the first five minutes. Yeah. So we had to play catch up. And the first five minutes apparently is when they introduce everybody's name and character. (laughs) So it was like, so who's this guy? Why is that happening? So it took the the old man, the two daughters. Yeah. uh, And the butler. That is correct. That's the and they all kind of look and sound the same, (laughs) (laughs) especially on an inflatable screen through your windshield. Mm -hmm. Um from a distance that they and they all kind of talk the same they all you know uh have that you know that rhythm uh yeah and mid- tone in their voice the, the atlantic the atlantic accent or whatever it's called i don't you know better than i do oh like that the the katherine hefburn type or yeah carrie yes. grant the thing that only apparently appears in movies <laughs> uh, is that true Elliot, will you send a quick note to our guest we because we have to open up this piece of mail in, sure. in uh, a long time yeah, yeah, yeah. making so matt can we do that quickly by the way my, my grandmother kind of talked like that so i don't know if that's oh. true elliot uh maybe not as 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 like pronounced but she had a bit she was from boston and well i i, I think I think the, the, the story is that it was invented for movies and then and then people did take it on. Oh, okay. Oh. Well, maybe that explains it. You know, my, my mother-in-law talks like that sometimes, uh, and she's from Ma- the Massachusetts area. Yeah, I, I think, honestly, I think there's the, the Boston accent that we all think of, like the sort of Mark Wahlberg Boston accent. But then there's also, like, from 100 years ago, there was, like, the sort of hoity-toity upper class Boston accent that is is more like what my grandmother talked like and mm. it's a a version of it is like the the Jack Kennedy thing it's that's a that's a sort of unique they like that family developed their own accent I guess but but it's uh, to me it's in it's in the same ballpark um, uh, Matt, you have a, you have some music oh I forgot about the theme song the man is here the man is here the man is here Sixty-nine. Up top, my brother. The mail is here. 
It's here, Darren Sucks. <laughs> By the way, really quick, that whistle quote is from To Have and Have Not. Ah, QR uh, oh, thank you. Thank you, letters. Darren. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Well, what, what's Key Largo? Uh, I, said, I said yes to Key Largo because I couldn't think of a third movie, so I just <laughs> assumed it was. I know it wasn't the one I just watched, so. Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, all right, this is from Tim Quick. Oh, but okay. he said he didn't include a, a letter in this. But Jimmy, you said he emailed you. Uh, yes. Hi, Jimmy. I'm emailing you because my printer was damaged dur- uh, during the move from Seattle to our new house earlier today. I put two uh, blah 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 in the uh, that he made for Procrastathon in the mail. According to that, okay, arrives I think. All right, so I have uh, uh, as you show them. I believe I have some uh, information about them. Okay. Oh my God. Whoa. What is that? Wait, that's not the one that I have. Uh, okay, that's the second one here. Okay, Can I'll, I tell you what that is? No, I'll grab the first one then. All right. Boy, that's ASMR right there with a little crinkly. Boy, I will tell you this. I will tell you that uh, based on you holding that up for the one second you held that up, uh, the photographs do not do it justice. This is crazy. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. this is like a purse i guess or uh, a clutch a maybe? clutch yeah it's, it's got a handle clutch. what that it's... is matt that is a pink to rose gold color shifting laser engraved hand painted never not funny nintendo switch carrying case with handle oh wow. wow all right so this one side it's got the like nnf uh hamilton x logo and then on the other side it's got the white Sox. oh wow oh that's great white Sox oh, hamilton logo uh, let me give you some more information. All of the hardware installation, threading, and painting was done by Tim Quick uh, by hand over a two-day period. It is never not funny. Branded on all sides as well as the interior games pocket. Yeah, there's, Look at then, that. there's that. The logo is on the inside. Very cool. And, and then, then Leon the, uh, is getting larger. And then it's uh, just talk yeah. balloon logo. I want to call that. Yeah, yeah. Our, our current main logo. That's awesome. Oh my god. Yeah, that so holds cool. a Nintendo Switch, and that's going to be auctioned off for Parkastathon. Very nice. Hopefully in October, October the second, I believe is when the, that is. That's awesome. All right. Uh, or maybe at the other end, one. All right. Here's the second one. We got a preview uh, of this a moment ago. Yeah, we did get a little preview, didn't we, Elliot? Uh-huh. This is the uh, the the platinum logo on a blue. Uh, let me give you a little information on that. The second is a blue to green laser engraved color shifting hand painted. Never not funny. Platinum Nintendo switch carrying purse. Same thing. Uh, it, unlike the NNF bag, has only one logo on the main flap. But because it's platinum, the bag is made from a much heavier leather and has an internal pocket for a cell phone, as well as a silver chain strap that can be removed to use uh, the purse as a clutch. Uh, again, about every, everything about it was done by hand. Uh, each bag retails for $100 in his shop, but hopefully they can fetch more than that at the auction. So that is a little hint. Uh, if not, uh, blah, 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 blah. Uh, Matthew One Chain. Then there's more uh, There's nope. more stuff on there. So that looks... Now uh, it looks like two chains. <laughs> uh, uh, is, the, is the thing on your back? No, 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 I, no, I, no. Just, I just. Oh, you put, took it off. I, I just what's, what's on the inner? What's on the inner thing? Look at uh, there was some laser uh, on the inner. Well, this is this is just like little oh, cartridge where the pockets. Cards go. Yeah, the the Nintendo Switch cartridges can go in there, and then on the inside, like you said, there's a cell phone holder that you can kind of see. Boy, that looks nice. great. Yeah, those look amazing. So cool. That's yeah. really amazing. Um, all right, well, uh, one of those can be yours if the price is right. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, for Parkcastathon. Well, Tim, quick, we thank you as we always do for every uh, great thing that you've made uh, throughout the years for the uh, show and for, the, for uh, Parkcastathon specifically, and then also for the stuff that you send us that we uh, have there around the office, uh, the studio. So we uh, we thank you very very much. Uh, all right, um, Josh Gondelman is um, Jimmy. Before uh, we before we pop out, I, yes. I just want to say the, the the accent we were talking about is the Mid Atlantic accent, and from what I've researched, 
uh, it was never natively created. It's not a naturally occurring accent, but it was taught both to actors and at preparatory schools. Hmm. That, for, make, for that makes sense for my mother-in-law. Yeah, mm-hmm. that uh, that ties in for uh, everything that uh, why she would have it. No, oh, she's so, she's an actress, so she probably oh, yeah. learned it to be uh, to do those roles. Absolutely, <laughs> um, absolutely. If I'm quoting my wife, uh, she uses that. I think she might say this about a British accent, but. Uh, she has that accent, uh, whether the role calls for it or not. <laughs> um, oh I want to say my wife has said that publicly. Uh, we may have to do a short edit. Uh, if, uh, if, if I will confirm with my wife that that can go out for public consumption. Uh, okay. So that said, I will now uh, pretend like none of that happened and bring us back. Uh, all right. Josh Gondel is going to be joining us. Uh, he's in the waiting room. Our friend Josh, uh, he's got a podcast that I very much enjoyed uh, uh, doing, uh, I believe, called Make My Day. Is that what that's called? Uh, make me happy? Uh, pep, pep me up? Perk me up? <laughs> nice pick me up? Let's ask What's him. it called, Garen? Uh, make My Day. You were right. Make, make My Day. I was right. Okay. okay. For some reason, when I said it out loud, it did not uh, sound right in my head, even though I read it. Uh, Josh Gondelman, right around the corner. We'll be back right after this. I'm going to tell you guys something, dear listener. When I started podcasting, you guys remember back in the days when tumbleweeds were across the podcasting desert? Uh, an online store was the furthest thing from my mind. Now I'm selling. What do we, we got? What we got? Hats, shirts. We got a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's easy, all because we use Shopify. Yeah, we're setting up Shopify for the uh, the perks in this uh, this new year for our, our platinum subscribers. And uh, boy, I really enjoy their website. It's super easy to set a, uh, set up an account and uh, get going with them. So. Kudos to them for making it easy. Well, if Matt Belknap could do it, you can do it. Mm-hmm. That's what he just basically told us. And That's I, uh, I uh, just uh, recapped it. I've spoken before. <laughs> yeah. I've spoken before about Shopify. Now, Shopify uh, is uh, it's just terrific. You could be selling scented soaps, which we may, we're talking about getting into the scented soap business. I would love a soap bar with the Never Enough Any logo on it, Dude, honestly. Dude, why isn't that a thing? <laughs> um, or maybe you're offering outdoor outfits. Dude, why is that a thing? <laughs> well, if it's if it's warm out, the T-shirt could be an outdoor outfit. You know what? You're right about that. Uh, but maybe we get into the jacket business. We have had hats too. I We've had say. hats. That's true. Uh, look, you don't have to just sell your stuff anymore. With Shopify Collective, you can curate products to sell from the brands you love, giving customers more variety and business more sales. Uh, now, listen. Shopify is easy peasy, as Matt Belknap said. Uh, let me walk you through what I want you to do. You can sign up right now for a one dollar per month trial period. At Shopify.com slash Pardo. That's all lowercase. Shopify.com slash Pardo. Uh, you do that right now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. S-H-O-P-I-F-Y.com slash P-A-R-D-O. Shopify.com slash Pardo. Shopify. Cha-ching. Matt Belknap, I want you to spring forward with a new hiring partner, ZipRecruiter. Zip, zip. And find top talent sooner. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Go to this exclusive web address, web address <laughs> to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. That is ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. ZipRecruiter is the way to go. Uh, look, you, you set your clocks forward. You, uh, you feel like there's more hours in the day. But if you're hiring, you, uh, you don't have that kind of time. You got crunch time. ZipRecruiter fills those hours for you. No one wants to waste time with hiring. That doesn't sound fun. That's just like a, a, a chore that you have to get through. I've got need. other things to do. Right. Let me do my actual job instead of trying to find someone else to work if for If that me. jerk didn't quit, I wouldn't be doing right. this. 
I'd like to see Elliot hire someone as his like building managing manager assistant, assistant to the building manager. Somebody over at the familiar. Yeah, to deal with these broken chairs and all this. There's, there's, a, there's a wave of looting and rioting in that building. That, Something's gone. <laughs> well, you know why, right? Yeah, the manager. Yeah, manager. Yeah, <laughs> that's uh, why he needs an assistant uh, who would take it seriously. Yeah. Uh, visit ZipRecruiter.com/slash/pardo to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com/slash/pardo to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the program, episode 2810. Uh, hey, very quickly, before I bring our guest into the uh, into the mix, I forgot to mention that uh, during my Facebook uh, show on Facebook, fucking idiot, Flapper show uh, <laughs> on Friday, uh, best uh, get well wishes to, uh, on Twitter, angry NNF fan. Angry NNF fan mm. uh, was there uh, from his hospital bed. Oh, my God. Uh, he, uh, is, yeah. uh, he, has, he has COVID, oh, shit. And, uh, but uh, obviously he's getting good care there at the hospital, and uh, we, t- we chatted with him a little bit, and uh, 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 he's very funny. And that character, that angry NNF fan, uh, Twitter is funny. And uh, but it was odd to put a human face to it. Yeah. Uh, almost didn't like it. Didn't like that. That was it. <laughs> um, but would, uh, would you have rather he had just used his that little cartoon guy that he's his <laughs> avatar? Just to yes, maintain. I would have preferred that over seeing him uh, in a hospital bed and then making my making me sad in the middle of a comedy show. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> Uh, but hopefully he will, he will do well. Uh, and and yeah. uh, he seemed to be in good spirits and uh, watching uh, that my stupidity hopefully brought him some joy. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's bring in Josh. Speaking of stupid, uh, let's bring this guy into the mix. Uh, <laughs> uh, what, uh, one of our favorite people to have on this program, uh, and luckily we because of these days of Zoom and stuff, we are able to uh, have people uh, join us remotely from New York, New York. I don't know if that's accurate. Might be in Brooklyn. I don't know where he's at. Might be in Queens. Uh, Josh Gondelman. Josh, where are you at? You're in Brooklyn, right? I'm in Brooklyn. You have to be. That's part of New York, New York. That's just a borough. Mm -hmm. Is that, but is that, is that, is is it a New York, uh, like, if I'm going to write you a letter, Josh, what city, and then does it go New York, New York, whatever the zip? I think it's Brooklyn, New York, and then the zip code. Yeah, Yeah, it is. Really? Yeah, separate. Huh, I don't like that. See, I I always thought it was like Sherman Oaks, like I'm in Sherman Oaks, California, Mm -hmm. but it's really just Los Angeles, California. Sherman Oaks is just a neighborhood. You think so? No, Sherman Oaks. That's the, the, the. It's got their own zip code. It's got their own city name. It, it does. It's got but its own it, mayor. It's part of the city is there of Los a mayor Angeles. Of Sherman Oaks. No, no, I made that part up. <laughs> <laughs> There's kind of an insurgent mayor in Sherman Oaks. <laughs> I'm sure there is some guy just like on the street corner ranting about being the mayor, but uh, sure, he has no jurisdiction over me. <laughs> no, wait a second. Did, didn't. Uh, didn't uh, Elise post some photograph of uh, Charlie? Uh, he was the mayor of Burbank uh, from a few years back. Uh, did she? Yeah, I, I'm going to look it up very quickly. Uh, Josh Gondelman's here. Josh, I'm going to go on the internet and look something up. I, I uh, just, I, I feel like there's there's things like like West Hollywood is its own city and Burbank is its own city. But Santa Monica, sh- Santa Monica, but but like Sherman Oaks isn't it's just a name it just it doesn't it's but, part, it's los angeles the city of los angeles but you can you can i believe uh, you can send a, a piece of mail to sherman oaks california you, you can you, send a piece yes. of mail to palms california as an example right which I, is where i am i bet if you wrote new york new york on a letter but had the right zip code it would get to brooklyn yeah but they would just deliver it with some extra <laughs> like <clears throat> you know a little yeah. extra grump on it yeah <laughs> they'd, they'd be like Vafongulo. <laughs> i don't know what people say in brooklyn is that what it's like here's your, here's your mail from an idiot <laughs> <laughs> tell uh, your fucking right. mother <laughs> 
Uh, Matt, here's the update on this. This is a photograph from April 18, 2019. Uh-huh. Uh, the reason it came up is it was uh, one of those memories, so it popped up. Yeah. Uh, it's a picture of Charlie. That's uh, uh, Josh, for you know, uh, Matt's, uh, Matt has an eight-year-old son named Charlie. Mm-hmm. This is when he was seven. And the background is, is uh, space-like. The background of this photo is space-like. <laughs> right. And uh, so Elisa's <laughs> caption was, I'm Charlie Belknap, and I hope you'll vote for me as the first mayor of the moon. That's what it was. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, it was, it was one of those, like, it was, a, it was a school photo, but for some reason, they, like, were bringing the heat on the, the fake backgrounds. Like, the, mm-hmm. they drop it. And so it was very, like, you know, Sears 1983, like, you know, like a crazy... Not even a star field as much as just like a like I don't know like a just it looked a, like a galaxy like yeah a, a, exactly a, mm. that that picture that we all envisioned when somebody's right. printing something for the love of Are God you somebody's printing kidding me we're doing a professional podcast who's printing something I'm doing in the middle of a show who's printing who's printing <laughs> it's not me it's not me it's just we've we've made know. it we've made it so far with this fucking remote recording but it's all breaking hang, down right now hang on a second we'll find out who this it's is it's a manifesto that someone demands you read on the air <laughs> <laughs> oh my god Wait, what if it's yeah what is, hang on a second whoever did it um uh, has not revealed themselves they won't yet. they won't I, I, I have an idea jimmy i think i know how you can catch them if you wait for them to come pick it up then you'll know who it is <laughs> yeah no shit that's what i'm doing fuckwad that's why i keep peeking over my green screen why don't you but well, what if what bit that was that's what i'm doing <laughs> what if they're scared to come in now though because they know you're angry so they won't come yeah. in to get it so you I have to go read go it over to the printer and something's up one of these two it's either my wife or my son but they will get a fucking talking to josh i will tell you that what if it's not oh, one of I them? I thought you were like at the studio or something. So it's in your own home. Yes. Oh no. Yeah. I'm, I'm in the. I'm in my home office. <laughs> okay. Then uh, that seems home office is just another room in a house where you put mm-hmm. a desk in. I don't know. You know. Right. You don't have like employees coming. <laughs> <in>. <laughs> I working got nobody hard, hardly working, Mister B. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, water cooler. Well, you one of them's getting fired. You know that, Josh. Office. Yeah. Yeah, I got a little water. I do. I got a water cooler over there. Of course, I got the uh, the file of facts over there. All right, hang on. I'm gonna I'm gonna look and see who printed, and then heads are gonna roll. Okay, you guys I, talk amongst yourselves. I, I, go I, ahead, I, Matt. No, well, you can go ahead and get it. I'll just tell it to these guys. I don't want you to hear this. Oh, <laughs> it's not true at all. Uh, I was just gonna say I, I would love it if it's if it's like a neighbor is like jumping on his Wi-Fi and then just so sending something to his printer. Yeah, that'd be a great if it's prank. A neighbor that hates him. <laughs> oh no! Got on there. He's he's amping it up. Yeah, I can hear you now. I'm it. printing to you. <laughs> what was my? I had thought of get another. out of my neighborhood. It just says shh. <laughs> Wait, get in here. You get back here. Oh, oh goodness gracious! Is it Oliver? I think it's Oliver. Okay. Was all it right. all? Put the fucking headphones in. Is it Oliver? Well, it was Oliver. Uh, Oliver uh, printed something, and uh, you've never—I've never been apologized more to in my entire life. <laughs> I went out there and I said, uh, "Hey, who's printing?" And he's like, "I'm sorry, I forgot. I forgot. I forgot. I forgot." And so then I said, "You get in there and you apologize to the Zoom people. You apologize <laughs> mm-hmm. to, uh, to the hey, who's that." And okay. erase everything you printed off the page. <laughs> yes. yes. You put that in the shredder, young man. Um, but uh, yeah, he printed something and he apologizes for it. So that was my son. My apologies for the interruption. Go ahead, Josh. You were saying something about your parents. 
Probably not. I don't. I don't. What I what I did want to say was that in in New York, because we were talking about whether Sherman Oaks has a mayor, all the boroughs have borough presidents. So like Brooklyn oh. has a borough president. Oh, huh. yeah. Which I don't like. It's not like all the five of them could like Captain Planet add up and overrule <laughs> the mayor. I think they just have like kind of it's mostly ceremonial. But I could be wrong. Right. Maybe they have a huge amount of influence over my life. <laughs> Uh, well, uh, uh, this is the first I'm hearing of it. So I think if they had influence, we uh, the the rest of the country would have heard about it. I mean, it's New York. We yeah, we're very loud about our local politics. Yeah, and and you would think that at one point they would decide to, like you said, form into a Voltron super robot and destroy <laughs> Just De Blasio. De Blasio. <laughs> yeah, get the fuck out of here, De Blasio. <laughs> this is Voltron's town now. <laughs> uh, Hey, Josh, uh, this is I know you're no longer at the John Oliver program, but uh, of course Mm -hmm. you were on there for many, many years. And the show is still terrific. Uh, I think it is missing that Gondelman flair, but uh, you still watch it just the same. (laughs) Uh, I'm I'm glad it's still good. And I'm glad you can tell it's missing me. (laughs) Oh, there's no question. We watched last night's. We watched last night's in real time. And I turned. I said, it's it's missing the Josh business, isn't it? And Oliver's (laughs) like, it is, Dad. Uh, And heads up, I'm going to be printing something tomorrow. Um, (laughs) And I just didn't know what that meant. Now I do. Um, Here's my question, Josh. I, I, I know you're, and I apologize, I forget the name of the show that you're on. Um, Jesus and Marrow. Yeah, the, uh, say, uh, Jesus and Marrow, is that what it is? <laughs> Jesus and Marrow, yeah. Jesus. Uh, are you guys back in the studio? Are you guys all working? Are you all work remote? Do you, we have uh, been how, how are all, you guys doing it? We've been all remote, but it seems like over the summer, we're going to try to get back into the studio with no audience, especially at first, and and, and be, in, uh, be in the studio for shooting and editing the show. Excuse me. Yeah. So so I'm, I'm excited for that. Like, I, I at first, you know, I was like, I was like, put it off. And personally, I was like, put it off indefinitely. I'll just stay home forever. But now that I've like got, got one of those vaccines flowing through my veins, I'm like, let's go. Yeah. Let's do this. <laughs> um, yeah, great. I'm glad, I'm glad to hear that. I think that, mm-hmm. uh, they, you know, I was just texting with somebody about how, and we talked about it on the show before, to your point, Josh, of we have to get back into the real world. We have to get mm-hmm. back out there at the same time it's kind of been great right not having to really do do anything i mean we're, we're still doing our jobs but yes there isn't that there's not that weird show business pressure of there could be a meeting tomorrow you could get a phone call for mm-hmm. this you get, like there's there's been none of that and i kind of don't want that to come back i i've really obviously like i want public health to be safe and healthy for everyone first and foremost but like i i love i'm excited to get to go places but i'm dreading having to go places yes that makes sense? I, it makes 100 percent. 100 makes sense and, and i'm i'm not looking forward to like the show business striving like i mm. the next time someone's like you should go put in facetime i'll be like they can call me on facetime that's what we've been right. doing for a year <laughs> and, and and it's been working well like it's right been working totally uh, fine uh, but boy, it, it, it will be nice to be with people again. I, I've been lucky that I did go to a, uh, I went to a couple of baseball games, Josh. I went to opening day. Oh, that's and, wonderful. And it was, uh, and I've said it on the show, I, I literally, as I was walking from my car to the stadium, started tearing up because it was mm-hmm. so emotional. Like, holy shit, this, this is happening. Like there, I'm, I'm doing something. And, uh, uh, and then I thought about it, but those might be the only two games I go to all year. And it's, it's bizarre that. <laughs> They were the first ones, and I don't know. 
our studio is right next to Madison Square Garden. And so I'm like very excited by the idea of like, oh, I could go to a basketball game once it's safe, like after work. And yeah. and, uh, and it's like a great place to see a game. And it's like I should treat myself and like enjoy doing stuff. That's like that's yeah. what I'm trying to to hold on to is like when 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 things are safe, instead of being like, I should like do more work or like fulfill more obligations and just like i just want to like enjoy more stuff yeah 100 percent. you know right matt bell up your thoughts on enjoying things i would like <laughs> to do that i would like to do that um yeah I, well i also just think from like the first thing i thought when you brought that up is is like just being in the studio it, you know we've done our best to do our show this way but um one thing i've i think i've realized is that it's uh like you just you lose a little of the humanity of being in a room with your friends like it, it's it's we can still do what we do but it's like i like i have to like like it's it's more work to like connect I, I just don't, I don't know that you can fully connect with people this way. Like you, you, you can try. Well, I've known you 15 years. I'm not so sure it's in you. Yeah. <laughs> or otherwise. yeah. Well, I think at, at year 14 though, maybe you guys were almost over the hump. We were, Josh, we were so stinking close. Yeah. And then this goddamn pandemic, that pandemic came in. This really mm-hmm. set me back. Yeah. I feel like the government should give, should just pay everybody's salary for six months. So everyone can just like barbecue. <laughs> that's, yeah, yeah, that yeah. would be my dream. Yeah. It's just six months of like government sponsored stone cold chilling. <laughs> well, it sounds to me like you didn't appreciate the stimulus package that came your way. That's what it sounds like to me, Josh. How many hot that dogs did you buy? That was enough for a barbecue. I should have put it more towards barbecue. Yeah, you should have got yourself a grill and a couple of uh, bratwurst. Mm-hmm. I have no outdoor space in my apartment in Brooklyn, so I'd just be like out on the sidewalk in oh, front of my apartment. That guy. They're like, is this some kind of new food truck without the truck? (laughs) Now, they must make a a, a grill that, like, attaches to a windowsill, right? For people like you. Sill grill. Yeah, sill grill. grill. (laughs) If that doesn't exist, then that's a million-dollar idea right there. Gary, look up the sill grill. Yeah, is there a sill grill? I remember seeing, remember those pictures of, like, uh, like 19th century they used to make like baby cribs that would hang out windows so that babies could get fresh air. Have you ever seen those pictures? I have. Oh, it's horrifying, but it's so funny. Like they're just literally an apartment building full of just these cages. (laughs) That's that's before breezes were invented. (laughs) You had to dangle your baby out the window if you wanted to get some You know what? Michael Jackson was just doing the right thing. He was given that uh, there's no breeze. You hang the child off the window. He just old school parenting. Yeah. 1800. He assumed baby dangle. Like he uh, like most reg- normal people he assumed that his hotel room had one of those baby cages and he was right. just putting his baby into oh wait the cage isn't here i better bring it back they caught him at a bad time it's all that was happening bad photographic uh timing that's no all context, that was yeah. older than you thought he was older than you thought he was <laughs> uh matt to that point uh i always get weirded out whenever you see old uh, commercials or tv shows or whatever where they uh they show the car seat Yes. Uh, for kids. And the car seat looks like basically a shopping cart you put into the back seat. And then <laughs> yeah. you put your kid in the, it's right. so It's so much metal and it looks yeah. it looks dangerous. It looks yeah. more dangerous than, than just putting the kid in the seat. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> right. It's just giving them a grate to bang against. Yeah, right. It is. And what's so funny is I don't remember because back when I was a kid, they I think you were done with the car seat at like maybe 18 months, two years. I don't know what, like how, but like now kids are in boosters until they're like eight or nine or whatever. Right. And uh, so I don't, I have no memory of what my car seat was even like. Like, I don't know. Mm. 
I don't hundred percent know I had one actually. I don't. I don't, <laughs> I don't think, think I had I did. one. No, I don't think we no. had them. Yeah, I was crawling I around in the back seat of a 1966 Dodge Charger. Yikes! I think I also caught the end of like when people would still have some cars that you could just sit in the backpack and just yeah. kind of yeah, tumble yeah. around. Yep. Well, we had my like my dad had a car that was a Oldsmobile station wagon that the the back uh be behind the second row there was a thing that flipped up and it was a backwards facing bench yeah. uh, yep. and that is if you get rear-ended that is the absolute worst place you oh, can here, possibly be. here it comes yeah because your 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 legs are basically where the spare tire goes and then you're just looking at death coming at you basically. Yeah. <laughs> that was Especially a terrible back idea. then when bumpers were not uh, right you know they, they didn't crumple the way that they do yeah. now yeah um, you yeah you're losing your legs you're losing your torso you're just gonna it's be ahead amazing, it's amazing any child up until 1990 <laughs> had legs yes <laughs> into their like second decade of life like it's amazing that any 12 year old still had yeah. legs oh my god you're not kidding it's uh uh, you know, I was telling Oliver this the other day because uh, we passed a, Somebody was driving this. Somebody was driving a uh, early 80s Datsun B210 down La Cienega. And that's what my stepdad had, a Datsun B210, which is a very small vehicle. Mm -hmm. uh, and we would put seven people in it to drive from our house to go to Great America, like during vacations, uh, what are now known as staycations, where you just stay home and you do something different every day. Mm -hmm. So we would drive to Great America, which is, you know, Six Flags, basically. And so it would be my step my stepdad driving, my mom and my stepbrother Tim in the passenger seat, three kids in the back seat, and one in the hatch. And that would be how we would drive. And that person in the hatch, as you get as you're, it worked fine when you're small, but as you're getting older, you're basically in the fetal position for an hour, uh, just your spine crumpling up, uh, but just crazy. Kind of yeah. Go, going uh, on vacation, kidnap style. <laughs> yeah, right. kidnap. Uh, I have to show you this. Okay. Do you That's see that? That's the safest, most comfortable car bed ever made. It's, Look at it that. It shows thing. a baby in netting. It's a hammock. It's like 1950s, a 1950s. Like a hammock that goes, it fits any hardtop vehicle. And uh, it's called the Lullaby Car Hammock. Jesus. Fits any hardtop car, one minute installation, 1950 retails for $6.95. Uh, that seems safe. It seems like a good what? price, though, Elliot. Let's not dismiss that price. Seven for under seven bucks, you get a small little hammock. I mean, it's a it's a shop. It's like one of those netting like shopping bag, like those like reusable yeah. netting shopping bag. It should it should be yeah. twenty five cents in that time. That's something for what if you hit a bump? Produce in it. What, Cameron? I'm sorry. If you hit a bump. Uh, there's a lot of uh, swaying is going to happen. Well, yeah. I think you hit the ceiling is what happens. <laughs> that, yeah. yeah, that kid's come. That's a trampoline at that point. Yeah, <laughs> I have one more to show you. Uh, Hold on, wait. But before you switch, oh wait, switch back real quick. Oh my god. Oh wait. <laughs> Can, you, Can you see though what this what this one is? It just looks yeah. like a it looked like a bungee cord uh, t tied to a man, a boy's uh, torso. Yeah. All right. I'll go back to that for you. Yeah. Right, I, I just yeah, wanted this. Is, this uh, we, we, now going back for the audio listener, we've gone back to the uh, the photograph of a uh, small person in a tiny hammock. I, I just want to like focus for a second on the, the the sheer terror on that child's face. Oh, the kid does not look happy. <laughs> yeah. This is an ad. Like they they shot this photograph for an ad for the product, and he could not look more scared. They're I mean, like, hands hey, up. Would you mind? Could you smile? And the baby's like, I actually can't. <laughs> <laughs> no, it won't work. 
I mean, that really looks it, 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 uh, like a hostage thing, doesn't it, Josh? It looks like mm-hmm. what you just spoke about, like, get the kid, put him in the net, let's go. It doesn't even, <laughs> doesn't even look like he's in a car. It looks like they're holding him in a cave or something or a right, like if, if I were driving behind someone with the baby in that, I'd be like, Oh, uh, uh, an emergency is happening. <laughs> yes. The only the only other time I've seen this look on on a face is when you pull in your driveway at night and you catch the raccoons eating out of the trash can. <laughs> yes. yes. And so yes. the headlights yes. hit their eyes and they're just like, Whoa! that's what this kid looks like. Uh, this, all right, Elliot, this, show us the other one. It looks like it's like some sort of a belt that you attach to the. So uh, it's it's like a harness. Oh, okay. Uh, you can't because of the way it's cropped, you're not able to see it. But it's, it's it goes over the shoulders and around the waist, and then it's just attached to the seat. <laughs> So, so, so the kid can't get anywhere. It's a leash, but it's, it's like a leash. It's like the, I I've seen leashes where, where you, you have a harness like that for a kid. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. It's, it's basically the same thing, except just attached to a, you know, a 1950s car seat. Yeah. Uh, I don't know that that will save you. And it's, but this one around the same time period, a dollar 88. Well, much, this is, uh, this, uh, this little harness here, uh, lets him sit, stand, kneel or sleep without disturbing the driver. Uh, that's their concern. Sudden they, stops. They don't, I don't see how that's possible. They don't. They don't care about the safety of the child. They're just no, like, don't no. disturb the driver. That's all we Leave, care about. Yes. Leave father alone. He's had a busy day <laughs> for one to ten year olds. By the way, could you imagine putting that on a ten year old little harness? It's called the auto strap for front seat tots. So this is a front seat thing, by the way. Oh my god! Oh, that oh my god! That I didn't even realize. <laughs> the, at, oh no! The, at best, the only thing this thing's doing is keeping the ch- the child's body from flying out of the car in an accident. Yeah, that's it. Perhaps, yep. perhaps. <laughs> well, it's only it's under two bucks, so uh, you know, give it a shot. It's worth they're, a try. They're so close to inventing the seatbelt. <laughs> <laughs> it was right. Look, it was staring them right in the face. <laughs> and they're just like, "What? We just need like some kind of thing that, like, if your kid, if you get in an accident, and the, the, we just want the kid to dangle off the side of the convertible, <laughs> not fly out into the road." <laughs> You know, Seems like a great me. idea, Mitch. Uh, that reminded me of a tweet that I saw over the weekend. I think it was from Kevin Cruz, K-R-U-S-E, who I enjoy mm-hmm. on Twitter. Um, you know, somebody over the weekend was somebody selling CDC vaccination cards. You could buy the cards uh, on eBay. So, like, if you don't want to get the vax, you can buy the card to show that you got the vax. Mm-hmm. Which So you're going to pay to get something to prove that you got something that you can get for free. That's how much you don't want that. And and Kevin <laughs> Cruz made the analogy of that's like driving down the street with a shirt that has an emblem of a seatbelt on it. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. <laughs> Just get the fucking shot, you moron. Shot. Yeah. It's also like there, there's like a weird that's like such a weird level of industriousness where it's like you're not just going to print someone's off of like Instagram and just right. pretend that's yours. Nope. Like it's so easy to fake. But you're like yeah. you're paying for a, to for, for a counterfeit. That's bizarre. Yeah, just get yeah. the shot. You just get the shot. Just get the shot. I'm not going to put a chip in me. <laughs> God. You, you don't know what's going to happen seven years down the line. But I, yeah, I, I do know what's going to happen if you get COVID. I do know that. Yeah, for some people, it's, of course, it's bad. It's bad. Yeah, word, word out, <laughs> words out that it's bad, huh, Josh? <laughs> yeah, I don't. I'm I'm going to take a hard line stance. This is a podcast, right? So I can come in with flaming hot takes. Sure. I, I think the the novel coronavirus is a bad thing, and I yeah. I wish fewer people had contracted it. Okay, Josh. I mean, that's a, that's your opinion. I, I mean, I would appreciate it in the future. You just keep that kind of talk for your own yeah. podcast, but okay. uh, yeah. I get it. Okay, sure. Uh, it's it's been studied. I, I, I will say that it's, we've had some time to study it, and it does mm-hmm. seem to be bad. <laughs> it seems to be bad, right? Uh, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's we don't know flu. what that, uh, that shot's going to do. We don't know. We don't know. <laughs> Get your shot, you fucking dunces. God damn it. I think so that, we, that, you know, to, to me, what's really going to turn the tide is... You know, like when Krispy Kreme said you can get a free donut every day with your with your card, and then some other company just came out. I forget who uh, with a similar deal. Uh, that might save us. They actually, they Krispy Kreme may have just saved America <laughs> by doing that. But so many people are going to be like, I don't want that. But, oh, donut? Yeah, okay, I'll get a donut. <laughs> but you've seen the other assholes, Matt, that'll go. Well, this isn't good for your health to have a donut every day. And, and the guy from Krispy Kreme had to come out and go, then don't come every day. Nobody's forcing you, know you to get a donut. Can, people can buy them every day now. <laughs> right. It's not cost prohibitive to have one donut every day for right. most people. Exactly. Yeah, it's uh, you know, well, people are gonna they're gonna gain weight. They're gonna do this. Right, right. Then they don't. Then don't get one. Let's get with the donuts. <laughs> yeah. It's not like you get the vaccine. You now have to have a donut every day. It's just a nice offer, yeah. you dickhead. Go the once. Zero. Go once. The CEO of Krispy Kreme said, "Once you get vaccinated, you have to have a donut every must day." Have a donut. Yeah, I thought Krispy it was Kreme employee goes to your house and just tamps it down <laughs> into your throat like he's loading a musket. <laughs> I did think it was weird when I got my second shot that the nurse shoved a donut into my face. <laughs> I was like, "What? Wait, I, I, I just thought I was getting a shot in the arm." No, no, you also must eat this right. donut, Matt. Let's acknowledge those are good donuts. That was a good. That was a good donut. I mean, shot. I didn't fight too hard. I got to be honest; it was delicious. <laughs> One thing I didn't know is, can you get any donut, or is it just the the plain, the, the basic glazed? I like huh. their basic glazed. I do too. Well, if that's, if it's that's the best. The case, I'm okay. A nice with fresh Krispy Kreme. It's one of the yeah. best ones they make. But I, I'm just curious if you can like. Where's get. the is the closest one to us still Van Nuys? Is that still the? Well, I have one right in Burbank, but oh, yeah, you do? Bur- I think it's only Burbank. Yeah. No. Oh, Burbank's the one over by the. Uh, it used to be where the Virgin Records was. It's over. Is it over by that? It's in the Empire Center, um, where the like um, Lowe's and. Uh, walmart is oh it's over there right 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 yeah i think there's only one in all of new york city and it's in penn station if i'm not mistaken Mm. is that true which it is where i work so i guess (laughs) i could get in i could do a donut every day on the way to work do it do a donut every day i thought oh they're they're begging you to take them i'm confused though because i thought krispy kreme was from new york i i thought there was like a million in new york I, was, no, I think it, I thought I could it was be wrong. Southern. Oh, maybe it wrong. is. Yeah, I think it is Southern. As I well. think it was just in New York before it was ever in L.A. Because like there was a time when the, it didn't exist out here, and uh, mm. you know everyone uh, oh, could, went, could fit bananas. in their own pants. <laughs> Massachusetts rejected it like a bad kidney. Yeah, <laughs> they, a bunch oh. opened up in in and around Boston, and people said no. Really? Yeah. Who doesn't like a good delicious donut? Objectively, a Massachusetts. Krispy, <laughs> objectively, a Krispy Kreme donut. I don't know about coffee. I don't know from coffee. But objectively, a Krispy Kreme donut is better than a Dunkin' Donut. Oh, I, I, oh of course. By a mile. As, mm-hmm. as a, a huge Dunkin' Donuts fan, I will agree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing. Like, Josh, you know, because like, I, I, we both grew up in Massachusetts. It's, Dunkin' Donuts is a fucking religion in Massachusetts. It's, mm-hmm. it, it makes no sense because it's, it's very average. I know people go crazy for the coffee, and I think that's just because they will put you know, 40 grams of sugar in it if you don't ask otherwise. Yeah, and people are like, oh, right? it's so delicious. Say, like, well, yeah, the thing so is, I, I was just talking about this with, some, with a friend who didn't know. When you go, if you order a regular coffee, if you're just like, uh, what kind? Oh, just give me a regular. That there, That is a ratio of cream and sugar. <laughs> right compared to the size of your coffee it doesn't mean like no flavor right so like it doesn't mean like oh not hazelnut regular it means like a <laughs> uh, regular so a medium there's two sugars and two creams yes wow. and and that has 
generations of Massachusettsians have become sure. addicted to that. And they, you know, out like, again, Dunkin' Donuts wasn't really out here, but when they opened one, I think that's what's, that's in um, like Encino or Van Nuys or something, Jimmy. And, and like everybody I knew who was from Massachusetts flocked to it like it was like a, a church that they had to go to. Yeah. And uh, it, it's just not great. It's, it's fine. Uh, I went there when it opened. It was good one time. Yeah. And every other time I've gone back, which is typical of every Dunkin' Donuts I've ever been to, the mm. donuts are stale as hell. Yes. Oh, boy. <laughs> and they're never fresh. Right. Well, you're it going at 11 o'clock at night. I think that's your problem. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I should probably go a little earlier. Yeah, go earlier. They're, uh, they're fresh right out of the oven. That guy, uh, he tells you it's time to make the donuts. He uh, mm. puts his clothes on. He goes through the, the blizzard and gets yep. in there and he makes them for you. <laughs> That Fred, guy's a, Fred the Baker. That guy's is a that, is that Fred? I didn't know that was Fred. Is that Fred? Rest in peace. Yeah. Oh, we lost Fred. I think he. Maybe I'm making this up. He did. He, in my child brain, I thought he lived uh, like in Pittsfield, Mass, which is the nearest Dunkin' Donuts when I was growing up. I, I, I don't think he actually lived there, but he did have. He appeared there once. <laughs> like he did do you a, mean, an appearance. Do you mean the actor or that the character canonically <laughs> lives in Pittsfield, Massachusetts? Both, both. Yep. <laughs> no, the actor. I think I, for some reason, I believe the actor lived in the Berkshires, but I could be completely wrong about that. I had the the guy that owned the pizzeria around the corner from me in Stoneham, Massachusetts, looks like the guy on the pizza box. Oh like my God. Just an oh older my God. Italian man. So yeah. I was like, every pizzeria must put their owner on their own boxes. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought that probably until I was like 14. Love it. Nice. Um, we also, we had Dunkin' Donuts in Chicago as well. That was a, that was the donuts. And then Wenchel's mm-hmm. came in and people, that was like a no, no, thank you. Really? <laughs> Scram Wenchel's. This is, we're a, we're Dunkin' Donut city. Um, and then when I went back and had them again, it's like, uh, these are fine. Why did we yeah. act like there was no other donut in the world? These are fine. I actually and think it, maybe Winchell's is better than Dunkin' Donuts also. Like it's, I, maybe you know, a little bit, but they're much closer because it's that cake style. Yeah, it's not I don't the, like a cake. Yeah. No, you got to, whatever the whatever you call it, the way Krispy Kreme does it is the correct way. It's kind of an in-between, isn't it? It's the in-between, the, the fluffy and, and, and the just, cake. Yeah. Well, no. I, I think it's fully fluffy. What's more fluffy than that? It's like almost all air. It's just like air puffed sugar. Well, the, but the, the, the Dunkin' Donut one is even more air than that. It's, those are oh, okay. the crispy. Yeah. Yeah. Crispy. Yeah. 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 I, I, but that it's, it's just, I don't know. What What are they doing? Yeah. I, I, well, it's crispy and it's creamy. It's right in the way. You know, what the <laughs> fuck more do you want? It's telling you what it is. It, it, that's the other thing I never understood. Is it crispy? That's not the right word for what those are. Is it? It's kind well, of it's, it's got, it's a crispy with a K. It's right. also not that creamy. Yeah. <laughs> if we're really going in on this, I mean, the, maybe as the long ones as we're the, giving notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Like the, the like Dunkin' Donuts has the Boston cream, certainly creamier than anything Krispy Kreme. Much creamier. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, there's too much cream in that one. <laughs> it's disgusting. Actually, is is crisp a thing you want in a donut? No. I, I like I a nice crunch to it. I like uh, <laughs> you, know, you bite through the crunch. Uh, then yeah. you get the, yeah, the a hard cream? shell. Like we all agree, a hard shell donut is what we want. <laughs> It's like an M M&M, and M, but but yes, bread exactly a With bread M M&M. and M. Yeah, kind of a um, an eclair. Well done is the, the dream for a donut. Uh, I've just yeah, I order off the menu. I get the eclair. Well done. Uh, there is a Krispy Kreme not that far from my house. I've just been uh, given uh, some hot information. There's a Krispy Kreme, uh, uh, maybe a, maybe a five minute drive from my house, like Crenshaw oh, Boulevard, right? That's correct. Yeah, and then there's one in Santa Monica as well. I looked up, I saw. All right. Uh, speaking of people going bananas for things, they just opened up a Chick-fil-A down the street for me that uh, 
never doesn't have 37 cars waiting to go through it except uh, on sundays uh, except on Sundays, goddamn right. That's a that's a Lord's Day, buddy. I don't leave my house. I watch uh, church for shut-ins, and then I count my rosary the rest of the hours of the day. <laughs> one uh, rosary. That's right. One hail. Uh, but that's another one that people go bananas for. It's it's average at best. It's so average. At best, yeah. it's average. Yeah, it's it's got to just be nostalgia. Like I, I remember, Elise used to work with some guys who grew up in North Carolina. And they would drive to Torrance to go to Chick-fil-A. It was the only Chick-fil-A out here for a while. And when I finally had, I was like, what the fuck is this? It's like, uh, it's like Burger King McNuggets. That's like, what are you, what are we talking about here? And and some could argue that the Wendy's chicken sandwich is better. Some could argue that. Sure. Yeah, your, that, your Popeyes, Popeyes chicken one. sandwich got Certainly. real, real Popeyes popular. Chicken sandwich is good. I think uh, Garen, good. please do me a favor of this though. Look up when, when did Chick-fil-A open? Because I I did not become aware of them until maybe 2005. Um, yeah, but but I'm curious how long uh, they've been around. An- it was a- another chain that um, that Boston rejected. The mayor of Boston at the time, the late Tom Menino, when Krispy Kreme kind of at the height of the controversy of the the homophobic views of the the owners, they were like expanding pretty rapidly. And the mayor wrote an open letter that was like, "Chick Fil A, you're not welcome here." <laughs> it was like in the newspaper, did he, he write was, it with like, that accent? Yeah, he his name was Tom Menino. They called him Mumbles because he was he was like known for getting the names of like star Red Sox and Celtics players wrong all the time. I think there was there's a famous uh, during the, the home run race in the late '90s. I think he once was quoted as being like Mike McGuire and Sammy Sousa. <laughs> It's just like such a, I like have such a, such slight memory of his politics, but I just remember him as being a character just like he was, he was like Mayor Quimby-esque, like yeah. really felt yeah, like, like just in terms of like thick accent, like a, a cartoon figure. Yeah. Wow. That's great. Speaking of, uh, speaking of Boston, the, uh, the Boston Red Sox uh, destroyed my Chicago White Sox this morning. Oh my God. Oh my. Big big game. They come, Let, came back because they they lost both of the doubleheader yesterday, right? Yes, the, they the White did. Sox won both sides of the doubleheader. Did they um, did they beat them so badly that they can't use the word socks in their name anymore? Because I feel like that's, you know that's what's on the it's line. Pretty, it's pretty close. Yeah. It was, uh, ten yeah. to three. The last I looked, and they scored six of those in the first inning. It was mm-hmm. a, a eleven crush. to four. I think was the final. Eleven and to four. W- whenever I think whenever the Sox play the the winner or the losers the next time they play should have to wear Birkenstocks <laughs> when they have, during the games no socks just just Birks. go open toed why not love yeah love it mm-hmm. uh, out there on the clay and uh, about 4200 people in the stands that's what they say in Boston that's the capacity that's allowed and uh, you could still hear boy Jason our buddy Jason Benetti was uh, wonderful because you you know the stadium is so empty you could hear every chant that's happening and one to, <laughs> and yesterday during this I think it was the second game some guys there's by the way there's nobody on base there's nobody on base and some guys going double play double play <laughs> and Jason and then he said boy if there's a hit this guy's going to be sadly disappointed <laughs> <laughs> oh my god it was great and then they started chanting this is funny uh, on Friday night, it was uh, yeah Friday night's game. Um, they were uh, they were chanting Yankee suck, and Jason Benetti's like the Yankees game has been over for about six hours, <laughs> and they're not playing here. Like they're just chanting that for That's no reason. Such, that 
that has diminished. People would chant. I mean, when I was growing up, you would get a Yankees suck chant at like a concert. <laughs> yep. there's, there's not even baseball. Here. <laughs> yeah, we're trying to enjoy the spin doctors. Why is this happening? <laughs> That's exactly right. Yankees suck. And people would chant. And it's like, no, the, the, uh, two princes. <laughs> you should be yelling. It's same with with basketball. Like I, I've I've seen on TV a lot of Celtics games where they will start chanting "Lakers suck," and it's yeah. like it's like the it's the Eastern Conference Finals. They're not even in the finals right. yet. It's like, possible that the Lakers would be yeah, there. They wouldn't. They're not here. They're not going to be here. That's what I like about Boston sports fans is that they know who their enemies are and they don't lose sight of that. <laughs> right. Focus. <laughs> Stay focused. We're playing against the Philadelphia 76ers, sure, but that's a worthy adversary. Lakers suck. Yeah. <laughs> we want to make sure they yeah. know that. And like, maybe in some weird, twisted way, they're like, can't we all, there might be some Sixers fans in the house tonight, can't we all agree on one thing? Lakers <gasps> suck. Lakers Let's suck. all come together. Yeah. Let's all, right, Eastern Conference, come yes. on. Have some pride. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, Gary, do you have an update? When, when did Chick-fil-A uh, come into existence? Uh, Chick-fil-A apparently was always problematic. Uh, they opened in ninth, or, the original Chick-fil-A, which was called Dwarf Grill, opened in 1946. Okay. Changed its name to Dwarf House, and then became Chick-fil-A in 1967. After they that, changed, they were... They changed what? the name but kept the dwarf part. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so they were doing mall, like food court locations yeah. until the first freestanding location was opened April 16th, 1986. Interesting. All right. And now they've got over 2,800 hate-filled locations across the country. <laughs> Jimmy, we went to one in a mall in Atlanta once. Uh, yes, we did. And uh, that was, I don't think it was the first time I'd ever had it, but I think I was like... Well, okay, we're in Atlanta. Maybe this will. Maybe I'll get it now. Like this is the this is my chance to understand the hype. And again, I was just like, Whoa, this is just fast food. It's just a, it's food court food. It's food court food. That's that's where they belong. You go and do. I'm sick of getting the Sparrow pizza. I'm going to get the Chick Fil A today. That's <laughs> that's it. End, yeah. end of story. No brick and mortar. But like they're on to me, they're on to me with free samples of orange glazed chicken. I've already made three loops. <laughs> <laughs> the rock going to fill all the way up. Yeah. I, but I do think like I'll leave a little room for that like nostalgia factor because I understand that from the Dunkin Donuts thing. If sure. you if you grew up with it, if that was the thing that your parents went to the drive through on a Saturday and it was an exciting occasion, then I understand like if you're an adult and you especially if you're an adult who doesn't have access to it anymore and then suddenly it shows up in your town, you're going to be excited about it. Well, to that point, they open up a Portillo's down in Boynton Park and mm-hmm. you know, all of us dumb Chicagoans, you know, make the uh, <laughs> the journey down there and get to get our beef sandwich. It's like it, it's all nostalgia. It's all yeah. that. Yeah. Back in the day for me, uh, we had Pioneer Chicken. I don't know how far and wide that went. Yeah, it was the it was the it was the the bat it was battered chicken, not breaded, but it was like bright orange. I want to say like it was a crazy mm. color of orange, and in my Just memory like on the Oregon Trail, exactly, exactly how they would do it. <laughs> oh, it had like a big like it was it was yeah. like a uh, what's it called a wagon. wagon? Yeah, it was a covered wagon, wagon with, right. with some dude at the front, and I just I recall it being the saltiest chicken I'd ever had, oh. but we would get it once a week. And I actually look forward to it. Yeah. But in re- retrospect, I'm like, I would never want that much salt. And and like the the, the the batter would separate from the chicken. So there are these big pockets of air mm. between the batter and the chicken. Yeah. But 
unfortunately, those are gone, so I don't get to get my nostalgia. There was on. one hanging on at the corner of La Cienega. No, uh, that that weird tri-corners of uh, San Vicente, yes. Olympic, and Fairfax. Oh, right. Yes. And it was hanging on there for a long time, and then it finally, I, in fact, I, my doctor's office is across from there, and whether they were sober or not, there was still the sign for Pioneer Chicken. Mm-hmm. And when I went there today, by the way, it was it, four weeks ago, it was there. Oh, really? Today I went, and it's painted over white, and it, oh. it bummed the shit out of me. Like, yeah. Uh, maybe I, they've been closed for years, but the sign has finally been covered I, up. Yeah, I never, you know I never went. I should have gone. You know what? There, it looks like there may still be two, one in uh, Pico Rivera and one in downtown. Let's go. You know, that Pico Rivera. Remember when he tried to open up uh, Capone's vault and it just, uh, <laughs> just didn't work? And then he grew that villain mustache later. Yeah. Then there was that topless photo. He, he took a go in some weird directions. You know what, though? He, I like what he's saying these days. He's sharp. He seems yeah. to reflect my views nicely Smart on guy. television. Yep. Was he always fucking nuts? Was he always? Uh, I don't. I remember him having respect uh, when he was uh, a younger guy. When he exposed, you know, the mental health uh, facilities, and uh, yeah. he was doing good things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait, he also wasn't he a war correspondent or something at some point. Oh yeah, yeah. Didn't he? Wasn't there like a minor controversy where because he was like drawing in the sand the location? Oh yeah. Like, okay, just to show. <laughs> like, oh. And people, like, no, 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 no. You're gonna get troops killed. Oh my dude. god. This right. is television. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Wow. I think SNL maybe made fun of that too. Mm-hmm. I think um, you're right. I mean, he deserved it. <laughs> yes. His talk show was one of the best. So let's say, you know, the, to me, he gets a free pass for life. This talk show is getting worse. Hey, let's uh, let's get to Oliver's trivia question, guys. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's do that as uh, before uh, we run out of time. Your topic this week, everybody. Remember, uh, you're playing for five dollars from the Jeremy Herbal trivia tin. Hold on, we got a we got a theme song before you get into all that. All right. Um, what should I play? <sighs> I think, it, I think it's, fi- it's finally time for me to label these so that I know which is the long one. <laughs> that is, I did. I was like looking at them like, I don't know, eeny, meeny, miny, and I hit the long one. I, I, it's this other one is the shorter one. It's still nice to hear it. The long version's I wonderful. Yeah. Watch that I, Bee Gees documentary. They did not, unfortunately, cover the recording of this song. <laughs> no, they didn't. Yeah. <laughs> so, That's I've, why I was out, Josh. I was in, mm-hmm. and when they when they ignored this important part of their career, I was <laughs> the like, all you know, of his trivia time theme song. <laughs> uh, I, I bet you, by the way, knowing what I know about Barry Gibb, and that's not a lot, I, I think he would get a nice <laughs> kick out of that. I think he would, uh, yeah. he would appreciate it. I bet. Uh, as long as he gets right. paid. <laughs> What's that? As long as he gets paid. I'm not paying him shit. He's got plenty of money. Well. See, he needs my fucking money. He's fine. He gets nothing. He's got, he's got fever money. That guy's, go, that guy's golden. <laughs> night fever? Yeah, he's got night fever. He blames yeah. it, that, guy, that son of a bitch blames everything on Broadway. That's his deal. <laughs> <laughs> Have he's you the heard one the guy who doesn't want it to reopen. What, Garen? Have you heard the new 
album they just did some weird it's like a country mashup or something yeah it's okay when, it's when you, okay what do you mean they there's only one living well it's isn't it B, okay oh i guess it's just barry gibb or yeah, whatever it's the barry gibb with, songbook or something it's called yeah, 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 yeah he does duets with country folks and oh, okay uh, again it's it's just I, I i i don't need to hear carrie underwood do a bg song i mean I'll listen, I'd rather listen to the Bee Gees. Why I don't? I, I, I don't. I, and I bought them. I, I bought them in my life. Like there'll be a, you know, a classic rock stars do a tribute to Journey, and it's people, including our friend Tommy Shaw, does a version of Open Arms. It's fine, but why am I listening to that? Why am I? Why don't I just listen to Journey? Like it just Wait, this makes, isn't. We're not after the apocalypse, recreating the works of Journey. So that <laughs> the future will know them, right? Uh, just go ahead and listen to it, yeah. uh, and that's how I feel about that BG. Like I, you know, I, I buy every BGs or Barry Gibb thing that's come out since you know the seventies, and it's like I bought that and went, God damn it! This, I, I'm not, I'm not going to listen to it more than once. I'm not. Okay, I'm man. just not. We're, we don't. No one's making you. Well, it sounds like no, Garrett's fucking get, so quiet here. He's forcing me to listen to it. Once you get the second vaccine, they come to your house and make you listen to Jesus the new Christ, it's like the donut? It's like the donut. Oh. They put a donut in your mouth. They say, shut <laughs> up and listen. But that's actually, that's to make sure that the vaccine's working. Because if you if you can listen to the whole thing without breaking out in hives, then they know that it's, the vaccine has taken hold. Yeah. They, Did you they, want, they, you won't. Uh, all right, here we go. Your topic, guys. Okay. Uh, here's the fun version. It's about to get lit. It's about to get lit. Uh, English lit is what this is. English literature. English lit. Oh, oh boy. boy, I have not. I haven't looked at my thing, Garen. What's the low? What? Uh, what, what I, <laughs> here we go. What again. can I bet here, Garen? <laughs> just, just pick a number and he'll tell you if you can use it or not. How about that? I don't want to say it out loud. Yeah, oh, okay. that didn't work so well last time. Jimmy, you've used four, seven, nine, eleven, fourteen. I probably can stop there. Um, you don't know. 17, 18, 21, and 23. Ooh. Okay. Thank you, Garen, for that. What Josh may not know is that uh, for those of us who are on the show regularly, we have, we have to, we have to X out, uh, bets that we've already used. Oh, all right. Ooh. Um, a little gamesmanship. A little, little gamesmanship. That's exactly right. <laughs> Otherwise, you're just, uh, people are just either betting zero or 25, and that's, uh, <laughs> Uh, no good. All right. Does everybody have their bet written down? Everybody have it? Yes. Mm-hmm. I've got mine. I, I circled mine in case nobody's curious. As so did I. Myself. I always circle mine. Yeah. Okay. So that I can find them easily the next week instead of asking Garen to repeat them every week. <laughs> you know what? Speaking of repeating, I know I've said this in the past. I'll say it again. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think we've heard that's that familiar. Yeah, yeah. I just want to make sure. I feel like it's, I, I, I hadn't, and I was like, "Did you just come up with?" Yeah. <laughs> no, I've said it before, Josh. It's yeah, a cla- that's a it's, that's a, it's a, a never, that's a part of classic. It's a never not funny classic. People love <laughs> the recurring bits <laughs> that we do. That's one of them. That's Could the fashion page. <laughs> Can you imagine being the first person who decided that go fuck yourself was a good idea to say and just yes. like started the trend? Uh, that person's I a bet genius. it felt so good. <laughs> no kidding, right? You, you know what? Of- I'd like to do some re- find out who that guy is and thank him. That seems like a. I wonder if he was misunderstood in his time, though. People were like, "What? Yeah. I, what do you you want me to have sex with myself?" Like, it probably yeah. backfired brought on because brought up on obscenity charges, <laughs> hounded by the FBI. Yeah, <laughs> tomatoes uh, thrown at them, perhaps. Mm-hmm. We once did when I was when I back in the, the early '90s, I was on a college tour for Crack Up, Crack Me Up, which was basically Make Me Laugh. And it was me and a guy named Kevin and a, and a woman named Marge. We were the the troop, and what we do is we would do stand up. 
uh, we'd go to colleges and we would do stand up and then we would play uh, Make Me Laugh where we'd bring people on stage and do Make Me Laugh type of you know, each get a minute to try to make the person laugh. And if they didn't, they would get a, they would get the uh, I think it was a hundred bucks. They would get a hundred dollars. Um, but I, I forget. It doesn't matter. Um, and so we were doing a show at the um, about so many baby car hammocks with that money. <laughs> oh, I, uh, and and if, by the way, if they if we did make them laugh, we gave them baby car hammocks. That's <laughs> the price they got. Because uh, they didn't sell very well back in the day, <laughs> so there was a stock uh, stockroom full of them. So we're doing a show at a Seventh Day Adventist uh, oh. uh, college in Michigan, and it was like we get there and they give us this long talk about how. You can't swear. You can't do this. You can't do that. You know, they got all these rules. And uh, meanwhile, the kids weren't given any rules and they were assholes. The kids were assholes. <laughs> like they were they were heckling us and they were disrespectful. And so Marge was on stage, a very funny woman named Marge Takis. She was on stage and she, by the way, it happened to me. I got 15 minutes of heckling and disrespect. Kevin got 15 minutes of disrespect. And then Marge was up and she just, she couldn't take it anymore. And she said, will you shut up? I, if you don't shut up, I'll dick slap you from here. <laughs> and the place goes silent, shut down, show's fucking over. And the guy who's in charge comes, uh, is saying, uh, gives us a lecture backstage about why he's not gonna pay us. And said, do you understand that what you said, now this kid for the rest of his life is gonna envision somebody taking their penis off their person, holding it, and slapping them in the face with it. Do you understand that's what you've done to him? Wow. That's so much funnier than what that kid pictured. No shit, yeah. right? Like, that, 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 so uh, I, I think we fought and got our money, but like, that's, amazing. that's not what the kid's going to envision. And by the way, the kid was being a fucking asshole. Yeah. But yeah. we're so best. much funnier for a woman to say that than a man. Oh, yeah. Also, that's yeah. the other thing, right? That's everything. Tremendous. Everything about it was right. So yep. good. Perfect. Fucking God. He's going to take your penis. <laughs> <laughs> for the rest of his That's life. Incredible. Yeah, That's incredible. That just shows funny. you like when people are like either told they can't swear or they're like prevented from swearing. It's just like it's all repressed. Their imagination goes fucking crazy when they're exposed to it. It's like that. No one, no normal person would would imagine that. They would just be like, "Oh yeah, dick's loud." You, but, told, you told that kid to go fuck yourself. <laughs> that kid's gonna think you and that kid, or that kid in his own genitals, are gonna split a bottle of wine. They're gonna go out for a nice Italian dinner, nothing too heavy, because they know it's a special night. They're gonna want to get into it later. Just like a whole scenario, right? This guy's gonna that. sever his own penis off and stick it in his anus. That's what you told him to do. That's what you told no. him first. First his mouth just to get things going. <laughs> Goes in a fit and writes a penthouse letter explaining it. This is what's going to happen. Uh, all right, here is your question, guys. Uh, so I'll read the question, then we should take a break, and then we'll come back and get everybody's answers. Here's the question, though. What word holds the world right? Wait. Oh, boy. I think there's a typo here. <laughs> It says, what word set holds the world record for what? <laughs> that check, doesn't make any sense. Check your maybe check your printer. Maybe the answer Wait, is. <laughs> oh, here he is. Check my printer. Uh, what, what does this say? Because uh, it, it makes no sense. Nope, that's, that's correct. That's, what, can, what, can you read it then in the, okay. using the right? Uh, say hello to Josh Gondelman, by the way. Hello. Hi, very nice to meet you. Uh, you can't you hear you. Apologize to Josh. Oh, yeah. But, uh, you can't hear <laughs> this in your ear or near your ear <laughs> oh he can hear you jimmy I, well, I, I want him to hear what Josh said. now we can't 
What just happened? Uh, go ahead, say hi to Josh. Hi. Oh, hi, very nice to meet you. Nice to meet you as well. Uh, since you're here, I apologize for that printer. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you couldn't even hear the printer, so I don't know why you're saying. You so hear the printer? It ruined the show. <laughs> Oh, it's so sleek and quiet. It is sleek. <laughs> Are you a printer salesman? <laughs> hey, Todd Glass. This is, this is Oliver Epson. I don't know if you've met him. <laughs> <laughs> Oliver Epson Pardo. Uh, please read. Okay. The word set, S-E-T, holds the world record for what? Oh. The word, the word set, set holds, holds the, the world, world record for what? And this is Guinness World Record. Okay, hmm. so the word set, that's yes. what it is. Thank you for helping. No problem. Thank you, son. That's good my son, Oliver, who, uh, you heard it. He's got a good, he's got a future in sales. He's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and the category again, Jimmy, was? It's English lit. Maybe the, maybe the category might be a little uh, broad. It's about to get lit. Uh, the word set holds the world record for what? Uh, so we're going to take a break while everybody figures out what the hell that means. <laughs> Uh, we'll have their answer and uh, we'll get uh, to that and uh, uh, a heck of a lot more with Josh Gondelman right after this. Hey guys, Matt here with some dates for you. Josh Gondelman's on Twitter at Josh Gondelman. He's also on his own podcast, which is called Make My Day. Uh, check it out. Jimmy's been on it. It's a sort of a game show. Uh, basically, the, there's only one contestant and they're trying to uh, make Josh feel good. And uh, so check it out. Check out Jimmy's episode. Check out all the episodes. You know, Josh, he's hilarious and great. So everything he does is worth checking out, including his book, Nice Try. That's also available out there in the world. Uh, find it wherever you get books and you can find Make My Day wherever you get podcasts. That's how that works. Uh, Jimmy's available at flapperscomedy.com on May 21st, 7 p.m. show. He's doing another Zoom room show for flappers. Uh, it's uh, it's going to be fun. He's going to be uh, doing some crowd work in the Zoom room. So once again, go to flapperscomedy.com for tickets to the May 21st show. Uh, Misfit Toys news. We have a new show on the Misfit Toys Comedy Collective. Uh, it's Tig and Cheryl, true story. That's uh, our friend Tig Nataro and Cheryl Hines. They are doing a podcast about... Uh, documentaries one of our favorite topics on this show and uh each episode they cover a different uh documentary and uh they're great so of course that's going to be great they've already talked about some of my favorite documentaries like uh let's see what they did the um the vow although the vow maybe not one of my favorites (laughs) but they've talked about the jinx which is fantastic if you haven't seen the jinx check that out on hbo but uh they talked about the tiger woods documentary which i thought was amazing and uh king of kong which is one of my favorites about the uh the high score of donkey kong so uh check out tig and cheryl uh true story uh wherever you get podcasts and uh coming soon the misfit toys uh comedy collective website so you can find all of our shows in one convenient location enjoy Listen, I've been a broken record on Factor Meals. As I mentioned on the last episode, even my doctor knows that I eat the Factor Meals. <laughs> That's right. Uh, you're, you're actually not only reading the ads that go in the show, but you're advertising in doctor's offices for Factor now. That's exactly right. I'm the Muzak <laughs> of Factor. I'm going from... I uh, appreciate it. I'm uh, more than happy to do it. Now, these things are ready in just two minutes. They've got over 35 different options to choose from every week. They've got the Calorie Smart Protein Plus... Uh, various different meals. I uh, just this way this morning. I had to pick my meals for next week. You pick you pick a week in advance. Yep. And uh, you know what? I decided to give myself a little treat. I got the filet mignon. 
Yum. Which is uh, it's a little extra to get that. Right. And I'm allowing myself that maybe every six weeks or something. Get You know what? It's Why nice. not? Yeah, treat yourself. You, you've earned it, Jimmy. I have earned it. I'll tell you something. It is delicious. Yeah, I got to try that. Oh, I haven't had that one. They do a great job. I, uh, the other day I had the, uh, what is it? The uh, Spanish lime chicken or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. That was a spicy lime chicken, whatever that, whatever that one is, yeah. was delicious. I love the shredded taco, chicken taco thing that mm-hmm. they do. Uh, again, I have not... I've not had a bad factor. Yeah, and I've said this before. Like a lot of these things, because I get a lot of the like, uh, you know, low carb ones, and I find that it's great with uh, if you want to get like a, a low carb tortilla, and you you can put it in there and make it into a, a wrap or a tortilla type situation, or some uh, sweet potato chips, and you kind of use like the queso, the chili queso, whatever. Yeah. Uh, that's just. I, I like doing my own thing with it. You can sort of uh, use their what they give you as a base and then uh, do what you want with the it. The factor is there for a base. You heard it from Matt Belknap. Now, head to factormeals.com slash Pardo50. Use code Pardo50. You're going to get 50% off. That's 50% off. Uh, really wish I would have said zero there. Uh, that is code Pardo50 at factormeals.com slash Pardo50 to get 50% off. That's 50% off. F-A-C-T-O-R-M-E-A-L-S dot com slash P-A-R-D-O five zero and use code Pardo five zero to get 50% off. Factor. That's a good meal. I'm going to pronounce this properly. Earnin. Earnin. E-A-R-N-I-N is pronounced Earnin. I don't know how else you would pronounce it, but they really want it clear that that's how to pronounce it. Yeah, I guess maybe some people might get a little confused because two words that are usually separated by a space are actually squished together into one word. All right, so let, let, let's all right, let's go with your premise. Mm-hmm. You got the two words. You got earn and in. How would you say those separately? Earn in. That's together. Mm-hmm. I asked for you to do it separately. Oh, separately. Earn in. Er, earn in. All right, yeah. now do it together. Ear in. Yeah, see? You're... <laughs> uh, all right, so maybe they're right. Uh, earn in is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work up to 100 bucks a day, up to 750 bucks per pay period. Look, again, we, we've talked about it before. Maybe you got a last-minute gift for a loved one. you got upcoming rent. Uh, and, uh-oh, paychecks run out with the other bills. That's where Earnin jumps in and helps you out. Uh, you can download Earnin today. Uh, let me spell that for you. We've had fun pronouncing it. <laughs> now let's spell it. Let me spell it for you. E-A-R-N-I-N, and that is in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, I'm asking you to do this for us. Type Never Not Funny under podcast when you sign up. That'll let them know that we sent you there. It helps us out. Never Not Funny under podcast over there at Earnin. It is subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust member FDIC. Once again, Earnin is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work. Up, get up to $100 a day, up to $750 bucks per pay period. Earnin. Get your money now. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the program, episode 2810. Josh Gondelman is here. We got to Oliver's question uh, right from his own mouth. He, he, he read it to us. Uh, the word sets. No, nope. God, that's why I had brought him. The word set holds the, holds the world record for what? Uh, all right, let's go around the horn and get everybody's answers. We check in with the Never Not Funny Weather Desk. That is in the tricorns of the Valley. That's Garen Cockrell. Hello, Garen. Hello, Jimmy. How are you? Now, Garen, we've done a lot of chit-chat here today, so uh, we're not going to do a lot of grab-assery today. We'll save that for the next episode. Uh, but it looks like you're doing well. You look uh, refreshed. You look happy. Thank you. I'm doing, I'm doing much how's your? Uh, how's the chest feeling? It's, it's, it has little tinges, but nothing sustained, nothing. I, I think I'm on the the back end of the course to all use right uh, uh, josh you're not aware of uh garen's uh, i apologize he got so technical with his medical jargon there are all the listeners doctors <laughs> <laughs> uh garen tell josh what you have 
I uh, had pericarditis, which I'm, I'm is sorry an, to hear that. Yeah, it was. It's an inflammation of the heart sac. I don't know how I got it. I don't know. They don't know where it came from. It's who knows. But it's been from, almost two from weeks. caring too much. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> like. yeah. I keep it on my sleeve, so it's probably you know, unsanitary. <laughs> it mm-hmm. Now, Garen, you um, did another one of your Twitch things over the weekend, right? Did, and did that Colt Cabana show back up again? He has not come back yet. He's but uh, he's a nice guy. He he tweeted at me and said thanks for the shout out from last week. I saw that. Oh, that's a good guy. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, we wish uh, we wish him luck as we do all uh, professional wrestlers. <laughs> uh, is that what he is? Is he a professional wrestler? Is that the yeah. premise? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Uh, Garen, do you have a guess for this uh, this uh, question? Yeah. I mean, as a guy who's got uh, at least two degrees in English, mm-hmm. uh, I have no idea. <laughs> so my answer is. It's got the record for the most, or for the most different uses or definitions. Oh, that's a good oh, answer. Wow. That's a good answer. That I like that sense. answer. Yeah, I could tell you it's better than my answer. At least it. Uh, Mine too. I mean, mine's a fucking mess. <laughs> Mine is. Yeah, mine's real dumb. Uh, well, Garen, we wish you luck on that. We wish you luck on that uh, heart sack situation as well as the uh, the word set. Uh, both equally as important. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh you're also uh, garen for those that don't know you're doing some late night thing on uh, twitch is that what you're doing some thing where you uh your brothers joined you this week oh yeah we do i'm doing this thing called the overnight out it's 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 funny enough it's kind of like uh like dark air it's it's supposed to be like an old school call-in radio show like like late night radio where people call in and tell stories or get advice or whatever oh fun. Oh. and this week my brother and uh our friend of ours that he they grew up together we're on it with me and we basically just talked about growing up gay and dealing with our family and all sorts of shit and it was super fun and really enjoyable it was a really cool night we're probably gonna do it again next week right. Friday what's nights it, what's interesting about that is that uh Gary and her brother they're not gay they just wanted to talk <laughs> yeah. about what it's like to grow up gay <laughs> and uh, uh from an uh, outsider's point of view so they're good I'm for you guys raging heterosexual <laughs> um and again, if you if you're if you have any that question a about that, popular variety of heterosexual, <laughs> <laughs> the most common one. Yeah. Uh, so that's Garen Cockrell, guys. Uh, go check that out. Uh, he's got that uh, that stream, and uh, we wish him luck on that. As we do any, of course, he, he alluded to Dark Air, which is the Rain Wilson podcast that my wife wrote uh, several episodes of, and uh, she shows up on there as a character. Uh, and I was on the uh, the most recent episode. Yeah, I just listened okay. to it. It's great. I uh, I keep I feel like we keep forgetting to talk about it because um, well, I listened to it like a week ago now. But um, yeah, super funny. The episode two I think is the one that you're on, and and that's they, the, that's the first that's the yeah, first episode of the many that Danielle wrote. Right. Yeah, and it was great. I loved it. It's fun and, show. Uh, I play a guy that uh, building off of the Scorpions uh, Wind of Change uh, scenario that the horn section in Chicago are all hired killers. <laughs> <laughs> That's my conspiracy. That's why they went into the ballads in the 80s yep. that they uh, so that the horn guys would have a break during the concert so they could kill. <laughs> that was the premise. Yeah, it was really funny. Uh, it was fun. It was uh, fun to do and just improvise and have fun and uh, very grateful to have been asked to uh, be part of it. And uh, uh, they're all great. And, uh, and Rain's really great, as is Aaron Lee is great. And Jennifer McLean is on there. And mm-hmm. uh, oh, uh, Tom Lennon is amazingly funny as a Rush Limbaugh type guy. Really great. Al Madrigal. Yeah, there's a lot of great people. Al Madrigal's great. This Thank sounds you. great. I, I knew so little about it, but I want to check it out. That sounds so fun. Yeah. It's really, it's really, uh, it's, you know, it's an art, it's basically like an art bell thing, but it's, 
it's like a parody of yeah, art bell yeah parody of art bell but it's really good cool and uh i say that even though my wife uh, did uh uh, not just because my wife made money from it. That's uh, <laughs> I actually I heard that the, when your printer went off, it was just a piece of paper that says "plug my show or else." <laughs> <laughs> well, and then, and then my son fell on the sword, so that, <laughs> right, that, it, was yeah, all, it wasn't clear. That's, Dad, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry that happened. It's, it's actually from rain. Plug the fucking thing. <laughs> and I said, "Son, language." Uh, all right. Well, best of luck, Garen. We wish you a lot of luck on your rancher. Let's check in with the sympathetic drone. Hello. Uh, he's there in Palms, California, not too far from that Crenshaw located at Krispy Kreme that we spoke about. Uh, Elliot, and again, we uh, not a lot of time for grab assery, so we'll uh, we'll get right to it here today. Uh, what is your answer, sir? Uh, and I know we don't have a lot of time, but I do want to point out that Garen is coordinated not just with his chair, but with his background, with his T-shirt. I don't know if yeah. you, yes, he you is, noticed isn't that. He? It's very weird. What's is that a Mike Myers? That is a Halloween T-shirt, Michael Myers. Yeah, I like it. Oddly, it does match my chair. <laughs> I like that you you corrected to Michael from Mike. <laughs> it's like, well, we don't know him that well. Yeah. <laughs> well, he hates that, Mr. Myers. To you, he hates being confused well, with the comedian. So you have to. Well, get it I'll right. tell you something. You, you don't want to piss this one off either. This no. guy has a v- very short fuse. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Garen, uh, uh, that looks, however, like a Gildan. Is it? Is that a thick, uh, uncomfortable T-shirt? <laughs> It, it no, it's not bad. It's not bad. Okay. It's it looks like it, looks like it but it's a not. thick shirt. It's okay. it's it's at the bleeding edge of of thickness. It it's acceptable. It's I, an acceptable okay. thickness. Right. So it chafes. I don't accept it. <laughs> yes, the chafes. Yeah. When you're when you're at the bleeding edge of thickness, there's some chafing involved. Yeah. I, I just don't accept that Jimmy could tell a Gildan from a non-Gildan <laughs> through a Zoom video. I'll, I'll actually, oh, fuck, I just broke my pen. Uh, I'll tell you how I know. It, it, it looks like... The, Can you the, see it? The, the, uh, it doesn't look like Gildan yes. type. It says no, American, American Classics. classics. Yeah, it doesn't prove anything, does it? No, it, no, it does not. It just, you know what, the, 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 it, Matt, for this reason, the print looked... Heavy. The combo looks like it's an uncomfortable black Gildan shirt. Yeah, it's actually it's actually a good, it's a it's a decent shirt. I think it's you're not, just it's it's made American. of Tom Petty songs. <laughs> <laughs> it's an American girl. Is that a song? Uh, yeah, that yeah. I think you're just picking up on Garen's general discomfort in his own skin. I think that's what you're reading. Yeah, <laughs> it, it bleeds through to my shirt. <laughs> oh, yeah, looks Garen's stiff. a walking Gildan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you said Gildan, at first I didn't realize. I, I like understand that it's a t-shirt brand now, but I thought that was like a visual art. Artist who I was not right. hip enough to know. Oh my god, oh, like is that Gildan? Yeah, it's like Banksy. Is that an original Gildan? God, God, I wish it was. Boy, do I wish it was, Josh. I love the idea of, that I could recognize a Gildan from a mile away. That's a good uh, signature. Signature Gildan shot. Uh, all right, Ellie, give me your answer. All right, this is dumb. It's the word most written in a tennis scorecard. The word most written in a tennis scorecard. Wow. That's that makes me feel better about my answer, which is also very dumb, uh, but not that dumb. I don't think Johnny Carson, Johnny Carson is not staffing. Elliot. Uh, yeah. Uh, now, this is interesting. That's the word most written down during a tennis match. You know, one time I was at the uh, this is interesting, Josh. One time I was at the uh, at Wimbledon watching them play on clay. And uh, between sets, I'll be goddamned. I don't know. I don't know a lot about tennis. Uh, <laughs> Famously, at it's on grass. John McEnroe was fucking Joyce DeWitt right in the ass. What? <laughs> what was she doing there? 
Oh, she loves. Oh, boy, does she. Love, I, actually, if I'm not mistaken, I believe there's a photograph of Johnny Carson and Joyce DeWitt at a tennis match. If I'm not mistaken, really? it's an actual. That's incredible thing. I, I believe they actually did go to a tennis tournament at one point. That's uh, um, wild stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, so what's your answer then? If it's not as dumb as uh, Elliot, it's it's close. It's 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 just kind of. I thought it was it was going in the same direction as mine initially. I thought, but mine is uh it's the word in the most book titles and uh you know how i know that is because i can think of one whole book with that word <laughs> in the title <laughs> and what book is that that is the uh the famous follow-up to, to to kill mockingbird go set a watchman oh that's right that's what I thought. So it's a of. recent record then. Yeah. That's, well, that's, yeah, what, that's the book that put it over the top. That's the one. It was tied until that came out. And then Harper Lee was against it. <laughs> she, she, that's why she uh, sat on that book for 40 years. She didn't want that record to, uh, to change. She, she wanted the record to stay with the word Mockingbird. <laughs> hey, yeah, bird. Yeah. Mockingbird. Now every. You're welcome. Uh, Josh, because you think you may know this, I'm going to give my yeah. answer first. Uh, uh, okay. And mine is uh, as awful as Elliot's. Uh, mine is, uh, it's used, uh, uh, it was uh, the word used in uh, the most in an Olympic volleyball match. That's what oh. I went with. <laughs> sure. So it's the same answer, but more obscure. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, but mine's not tennis. Mine's volleyball. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> <laughs> and and olympics very uh by the way if i'm right i want money from all of you i'm very serious the way i was mocked i deserve it i will give you a thousand dollars if you're right <laughs> i will give you fifteen dollars jimmy i'm not as confident okay, so, as matt so a thou i got a thousand fifteen dollars if i'm right garrett i know that you're uh not doing well financially but the uh, you gotta you're gonna toss in here you know as a raging heterosexual <laughs> when i watch oh, when I watch volleyball matches, I'm always yelling, look at that set of thighs. So I don't know if I can take that bet. It might be a dangerous bet. Okay, your call. I don't know. Uh, I think Josh, you might... are you adding to the pool of money yeah, that I'm I can in, get? I'm in for 500. 500. Okay, so I can get $1,515. Yes, 1515. If that's the answer, I have 1,015 coming. No, 1,515. 1,515, yeah. All right, very exciting. Josh. Before yes. we get to that, give us what you think might be the right answer. So, I think I know this, and I think Garen is right. It is the word with the most distinct definitions. Interesting. But, yeah. what, but what do we do? Because I, I agree. When he said I was like, that's the one. That's well, the that's, you, that's oh. what the, the betting is for. So. That's, that's yeah. what the bet's okay. all about. Okay. Okay. I, I do like and that if answer. If that ties, you will split the money. Right. Okay. This is we'll exciting. go 250 each, or do we split the 1550? <laughs> no, the 1515 <laughs> no, no, no. is off the it's table. Only, it's, it's, only for, it's only for Jimmy if he gets right, here it. Here it comes, it has guys. To be volleyball. Here is your answer. The answer is the most definitions or meanings in the English language with 430 tenses listed. Wow. Whoa. Whoa. So we do have we do have a tie. We do have a couple of correct answers. We'd have a tie. I don't get $1,500, which is the saddest part about all of this. But somebody is getting the $5 from the Jeremy Herbal Trivia Tin. Let's reveal our scores. Let's, uh, let's wait on Garen and Josh. Matt, what did you say? I bet three. Matt bet three. Elliot. Four. <laughs> Elliot went four. The last number I had. Dumbass Pardo went with six. <laughs> um, let's I mean, find out what the, uh, what the... Garen Cockrell, what did you bet, sir? 
I did not have confidence in my English literature knowledge. And I don't know that this quantity. Master's degree oh, in English. A, I, yeah. Screen ready. Uh, I bet 10. <laughs> what, did you, what did you say? 10? 10. 10. And we Ten low. for Garen. Josh Gondelman, did you do what the guest always does and just go with 25? Because why not? Or did you take it seriously? What did you bet? I went, I went 18. Oh, 18. Wow. Nice serious serious victory. Bet. Josh Gondelman getting 50. From a serious man. <laughs> uh, Josh, you'll be receiving $5 via Venmo. Thank you for playing. Thank uh, you that for comes having right me. from the Jeremy Herbal Trivia Tin. <laughs> and uh, that, uh, boy, look at that. Two people got it right. Uh, a question I couldn't even read. <laughs> I know the answer to this. Do you know Zach Sherwin? Yeah. He has a song that where he lists oh, many shit. of the definitions. He because he oh. does music, great musical comedy, and one of his like comedy raps is about the definitions oh, of the word man. set, and that's how I know it. So this five dollars, I will Venmo to Zach Sherwin. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy because I like he's one of those people that I I, I love to just go onto YouTube and just watch a oh, video yeah. of his. And so now my YouTube algorithm knows that I like it. And so it's always mm -hmm. popping up. And I just watched one I had never seen before, like last night or two nights ago. Um, it was about Krav Maga. And it, oh, the, yeah. the whole point was just like, did you know Israel also has a martial art? It's called Krav Maga. <laughs> and the whole video, he wraps the entire video. Oh, he's lip syncing it. But the whole video is shot on a roller coaster at Six Flags. And uh, and so the beginning of the video, he's just going up the thing, and he's just like rapping, and then you see him start going down, and it's it's kind of terrifying. But he doesn't. Oh, that rules! Break. I don't think I've seen that video. Yeah, it's it's an old one. I hadn't seen it either, and I was like, "What is this?" And uh, it's fantastic. How did he strap the camera on? Did he strap the camera onto the car, or is he is he holding it? Uh, either the person sitting next to him might be holding it, or he might just be holding it. It's like you know, like a GoPro type thing, probably. And uh, that seems very dangerous to me. It, it's Bangkok dangerous. <laughs> That's how dangerous <laughs> it is. Can't get more that dangerous was the than name Bangkok. Of Sherwin's album. <laughs> yeah. And, and Josh, you're in one of his videos. You're in the uh, Legato, what's that called? Legato Gelato. Legato yeah. Gelato, yeah. God, I love that one. It's great. Is that Mr. Napkin or whatever it's called? Is that the same yeah. guy? Yeah. Yeah, MC He's Mr. Napkin. MC Mr. Napkins, yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, he did warm up on some show that I did. Um, I forget what it was. Hmm. What did he do warm up on? Probably many shows, but he I don't did know. something. Pete Holmes' show, maybe? Was it Pete? It might have been Pete Holmes. Hmm. You know what? Turns out I had nothing to do with it. I think I just was near the stage. I think that's what it was. <laughs> and and word, word had leaked out to the lot that Mr. Napkins was there. Yeah. That's, uh, so it's an exciting day when he shows up. One of my oh, other okay. favorites, I could talk about him all day, but I loved his, his, uh, his tribute to, um, <laughs> to Sully Sullenberger. <laughs> he wrote a whole rap song about, it's not even about him. He's just basically saying, like he's doing the, the rapper thing of like, I am like the I am the geese to your airplane as a rapper. Like like all you rappers are just uh, like jet your engines. Goose MCs, right? Yeah. Goose MCs all up in my engine. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yes. Goose MCs all up in my it's engines. <laughs> Don't make so me swan up. <laughs> and yeah, he's the best. So oh, many funny songs. So and, like his crossword show know. is great. Zach yeah. Sherwin. A great, a great a genius. man and a great comedian. Yes. To me, I think a certified linguistic genius, honestly. Like, incredible. Oh, wow. Yeah. Really incredible. Well, we'll wish him a lot of luck. Now, Josh, how's your wife doing? Everything, do, uh, everything uh, good during the pandemic? You guys doing all right? Yeah, she's terrific. Um, she's reading because she has a podcast where she interviews authors. And so, like, unlike 
my podcast where I do a, you know, 30 minutes of preparation and come in and just goof around that you were graciously on your your episode was so wonderful jimmy um but my my wife is now reading a 600 page novel so that she can be prepared like to talk about it with the author she's like so diligent and and rigorous and like so good at that job and she takes it so seriously obviously so like she's just like well I have a podcast recording in a couple days and for me I'm like great you'll just plug in your microphone goof (laughs) off and she's like now I have to read the biggest book I've seen in weeks wow and she's gonna read that in a few days 600 pages I think I think she's she's got to do it either by Friday or Monday wow is she a fast reader she's pretty fast but like that she She'll be like, okay, well, I have to read this one by Monday, and then I have to read another 300-page novel by Wednesday. Oh, wow. It's That's really a, and what, what book is, what is this 600-page book, Josh? I don't remember. It's new. It's like a, you know, it's it's new coming out, and I don't think I know It's called The, the Bible? <laughs> it's called yeah, The Bible. No kidding, right? <laughs> She's having I think a big it, get for the podcast, <laughs> the, our, our Lord and Savior. Oh, God. that's going to bring in the huge ratings. Set. That's going to put that's, her up. It's going to make people, her move up those charts. People of God. Rogan can't even get her. Yeah. Oh. That's, oh, boy. Did you hear what he did, he did there? You heard what he did. You pandering motherfucker. I, my favorite bit is being the guy who, like, too aggressively does that it's just like just like jesus christ she who is our lord and savior and it's like i think you're mixing it up a little bit well remember that song it was like 20 years ago probably now there was that song tell me all your thoughts on god because i'd really like to meet her and it was just like we get it you're you're Mm -hmm. you're very woke (laughs) very cool Very what cool. band is that? Who is that? Uh, I don't Dishwala? Was that Dishwala? Yes. I think that's oh, right. God. Yes. Good pull. Yes. Look at Josh Gondelman knowing that, Dishwala without even was, hesitating. That was the error. That's me. Just Steph Curry uh, pulling up from 35 feet with one hit wonders of the 1990s. <laughs> wow. That, uh, that was a swish. That didn't even hit the uh, the rim. Yeah, that's how you quick were that answer confident. was. Yeah. Thank you. I, I've told this before well, John, on the show. Oh, sorry. Uh, I, I think I've mentioned this on the show before, but I used to go to a uh, a karaoke bar in Gower Gulch, and there was a guy who would go by himself and uh, just sit there all night alone. And then he got up and sang that song, and it was like he was really good, but it also just made me very sad. Like the, the whole, <laughs> just the tableau of a lonely man singing that song was very strange. It's you know like, what, Matt? There was a guy in the. Um, the uh, South Suburbs of Chicago uh, at a place called Champs that we used to go. They, they did to this day had the best hot wings I've ever had in my life. And we would go there every Monday and they would have karaoke. And their same deal. There was one guy who would come by himself every week. He would literally just walk in, sing Aerosmith's Dream On better than you've ever heard it, <laughs> and then leave and take off. And it was like, I, I both admire and feel sorry for that guy. Like he yeah. need, he needs to walk in. He needs to get that fucking rush of seeing it and having people go, holy fuck, that was amazing. Yeah. And then he goes and just moves on to another karaoke bar and does it again. So I you assume it. that's where his night goes, right? He just goes bar to bar. <laughs> yes. Destroying singing Aerosmith. Yeah. There's no question. And Josh, I'm sorry. I think Zoom was not our friend. I think I may have interrupted you there. Were you about to say oh. something prior to me telling that? Um, I was going to say, oh, I was just saying, like, imagine having a great voice and then just using it to sing uh, that Dishwala song <laughs> oh, karaoke once a week. That's like being like a, a beautiful visual artist and just painting the same toilet over and over. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yep. Uh, I, have to, yep. I have to re-listen to that song because I barely remember it, but... Uh, it's not, not a bad fine, song. Right? It's, it's not, not bad. bad. Counting Blue bad? Cars, it's called. Oh, wait, Must I do know that song. Yeah. Late yeah. afternoon. <laughs> That's a song, right? Yep. Are you the president of Dishwalla's fan club, Josh? Yeah, you <laughs> What is going on? You know way too a lot much. about it. <laughs> uh, all right, that's Josh Gondelman. Josh has been our guest here in the uh, episode twenty eight ten. Josh, plug your tell us about your podcast again. You mentioned it, but uh, tell everybody what that is because it's it, it's so much fun. Oh, thank you. It is a, a comedy game show called Make My Day, where the whole premise is the guest competes to cheer me up. There is only <laughs> one guest per episode, so the guest always wins, and then they get to donate. Um, a hundred dollar grand prize to the the charity or cause of their choice. Uh, Jimmy was great. We talked about power ballads. Uh, it was so yes. much fun. The game was all power ballads. The games are different guest to guest. It, it was a blast, and um, and, and it's like very very silly week to week. I I, I loved it. I had a I had a ball. Thank um, you. And uh, I, I generally get it. I'm, 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 I'm somewhat allergic to podcasts where you have to do homework prior to your arrival. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that one was fun. That was one Thank where I, I, w- I did not feel that way. But generally, oh, good, like, good, good. Oh, OK, great. We'll see you next Wednesday. Uh, here's the four. Uh, here's the 14 questions we're going to yep. do. Uh, have them. Pre- we might not get to all of them, but have an answer for all just in case. Like I, I tried to make it because I, I hate. I resent when people make me do anything. <laughs> so right. I try no, I try to just be like, this is what it is. If you want to come in with anything, come in. So like to pull back the curtain, I think some guests come in a little prepared because like, oh, it'll be, I'll feel better if I'm prepared. But some people are like, oh, now that I know what this is, happy to wing it. And I'm always, you know, I'm, I've never been like, you didn't prepare enough. Uh, we've had one guest who prepared too much. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> and what, is that, what does that mean, prepare too much? Just too... Uh, just too, too many too... written answers for things. Gotcha. And the, the recording took too long. Oh, oh boy. Well, you could edit and, or not put that one out. You probably didn't put that one out, right? No, I put it out. It's good. It is good. Okay. Well, it doesn't sound like it. you didn't sell it, Josh. <laughs> sounds like it sounds horrible. Sounds unlistenable to me. I'm kidding. It's unlistenable. Uh, <laughs> all right. That is Josh Gondelman. The name of the podcast is Make My Day with Josh Gondelman. It's, it's a wonderful podcast. He, of course, writes over on that program. Uh, that again, Desus and Mochi. What's the name of it? I apologize. <laughs> never getting this right. <laughs> Jesus and Marrow on Showtime. That has to be offensive. What I just said. I apologize for not knowing those. I think you're thinking of names. you're thinking of waffles and mochi, which is the uh, Michelle Obama produced Netflix show. I think you're right. I am. I think the two are. Uh, uh, I'm conflating the two. Yeah. Uh, well, Josh, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. This is such a blast, as always. All right. Don't run away. We'll say goodbye to you off the air. Uh, all right, everybody. Uh, uh, thank you so much for listening. Stay safe. Wear your mask. Quit fucking around. Uh, get the vaccine. Enough of the nonsense. Um, and that's it. We'll see you next. Tim Quick, thank you again for sending in those uh, purses for Parkastathon. And um, we'll see everybody on the next show. So on behalf of the Pop Culture Beast, there he is. Look at that. And the most uncomfortable shirt I've ever seen in my life. That's Karen Cox. <laughs> in Palms, California, that's the sympathetic drone, Elliot Hochberg. Holding on the Ford Never Not Funny headquarters in Sherman Oaks, California, part of Los Angeles. That's Matt Belknap. <laughs> and coming to us from Brooklyn, comma, NY, that is our friend Josh Gondelman. I'm Jimmy Pardo. We'll see you next time on the podcast. AK-47, gone, not forgotten. Love Never Not Funny? For two bonus episodes a week and video of every episode, plus bonus perks, sign up for a Platinum subscription at NeverNotFunny.com. Never Not Funny is executive produced by Jimmy Pardo and Matt Belknap. Video production by Elliot Hochberg. Production assistance by Garen Cockrell. Music by Daver and Watch It Burn. Copyright 2021 Never Not Funny, LLC.